You people know a lot about trucks. Bing, bing, bong. Thank you very much. Oh, you touch my ta-la-la. Mm, I bing, bing, bong. You people know a lot about trucks. Bing, 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 bong. Bing, bing, bong, bong. Bing, 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 bong. Bing, 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 bong, bong. Bing, bong, bong. Bing, 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 bong, bong. Bing, 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 bong, bong. Bing, 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 bong. Bing, bing, bong, bing, 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 bong. Bing, 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 bing. Hello. You people know a lot about trucks. Bing, bong. Bing, 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 bong, 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 bong. Bing, 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 bong. Hello, you people know a lot about trucks. Stand for your national anthem. I was lying on the grass a Sunday morning of last week, indulging in my self defeat. My mind was thugged, all least the bugs, all twisted around the beat. Uncomfortable on three feet deep. This song really does slap, though, right? Fucking good. What? Well, yeah, it's be, a good beat. You'd be, you'd be an idiot to argue it's not a good song. Oh. I just like the fact they're running around in scooters in Canada. Schwammo, <laughs> tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll assault and slits, the godfather, I guess. The king of the clapback. On the social media, you come for me, son. You're getting took down. Don't come for me. You have to know what I'm referencing here. <laughs> yeah, actually I do. Now that you say something. That double leg takedown and ground and pound that did it on old fucking Mickey. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry you find some things funny, Dutch. <laughs> I was sitting there going. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I literally made that face read it like this. Here, here I go, here I go. Watch. Let me introduce everybody and then we'll get into that because this is my favorite thing this week. As always, uh, to my right, number two on the call sheet, number one in your hearts, the white Samoan, the vanilla gorilla, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River, the mesomorphic minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> Endomesomorphic Minotaur. <laughs> That's old Chucky Tata Sacks over there. And of course, as always, fighting out of the blue corner. No, the red corner, because he has a red microphone and a red cup in front of him. Red solo and there's cup. A, a red pipe. He smokes a pipe nowadays. Pipes are neat. Pipes are neat. Weighing in 197 pounds. Did I put on weight? I have no idea. <laughs> it was 190 pounds. A couple days, like last week, I said 186. You said, eh, maybe about 192. So I just said, eh, let's go higher this That's, time. Yeah. It's about 190. Let's keep edging it up to where like 420 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm losing like an eighth of a pound a week. The Laurel Creek's most dangerous man. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yeah. Laurel Creek. <laughs> Laurel Creek. Laurel Creek. Laurel Creek. Wawa Wawa. Are you, are you in the, are you a, what's your name's character in uh, Blazing Saddles? <laughs> <laughs> Haley von Stupp. <laughs> it's true. That's John Morgan, aka the Dirty Shame, aka the Juna, aka 
Um, I don't know how many more AKAs he has, really, to be quite honest. He has actually an AK. Oh, did he have to use it today? I don't have an AK. I have an SKS. Well, I, guess, I don't know what that is. I guess is. that was a good day, then. That's another assault rifle. Hmm. It's, it's, not, al- it's illegal to own an AK-47, isn't it? No, you can, you can get them. Hmm. <laughs> I think I might skip on down to the Wally, Wall, uh, maybe, Walmart and get may, myself one. Maybe some states, they're illegal, but hmm. you can prob- probably still get it with a permit. Hmm. Yeah, you can probably do it. Anyway, I posted just a on on the Facebooks. I posted like a picture of a girl eating ramen fucking noodles out of a, an Adidas pink shoe, and the caption said, "This is the future liberals want." And it's objectively hilarious. It, it's just like <laughs> how do you, it's not even. It's a, how do you, how are you offended by absurdity? It's like you, what? It's, it's like a Beatles movie. Did you just say <laughs> a Beatles movie is not offensive? It's just like a woman, a fat. You know, they're feeding a fat woman spaghetti with a shovel. Yeah, have you? It's ever not seen offensive. Well, that's it, offensive. I mean, I could see nowadays why someone would say that's well, offensive. But the it's lady's just, extremely happy about it. Well, well she's being carbloaded. John Lennon is literally carbloated, grinning, <laughs> grinning like a maniac, <laughs> shoveling spaghetti on this woman's plate. Like slowly and deliberately, and she's just extremely excited about. Now, it. if he had beaten her like he did most women after, yeah. that. hey, <laughs> only one woman reportedly. John, and she probably had it. Coming. John, you shouldn't be doing that. Well, we were just four boys stomping out this old gal on the street, treating her like the copy we machine. Just, we were just three boys and one abusive boy. <laughs> I played the drums on her skull. I played wipeout on her bum hole. <laughs> Yeah, our Beatles. Anyway, I post this stupid thing. <laughs> yeah, that guy got really butter. <laughs> Shall man. we verbatim this? <laughs> I was just like, "Are we being serious?" And, right when, now? and when he okay, here's and indeed we were. Here's literally my face before you do this. When you read, when I read what you put, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." And then I read his, I was like, <laughs> "This kid's gonna end well." <laughs> oh no, he didn't. Do and that. then I was like. <laughs> Because then I started to laugh because like this is about to get bad, oh, and I was at work so I had to wait. <laughs> it's a, it's you're a, just you're just like you're running the fucking forklift just stewing oh, for just hours. Like, oh, this is great. <laughs> well, in a sense though, that's good because you you don't get that knee jerk reaction out. You get to build something. Oh, I want to call yeah. him a cunt, a faggot, and all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you have to keep it down. But like, I did. Wait a second. But here's I mean here's what he he said. Uh, like the in re, in response to the meme, the only person I I know if there's one person that's going to respond to these stupid things in a serious way, it's going to be him. And he says it says the few, this is the future liberals mm-hmm. one. It's a woman it, with the knit cap on eating ramen noodles out of a pink Adidas shoe. And he says, except it's not. And, <laughs> and you're a moron if you truly believe this. And my response is, it's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. <laughs> you're a fucking moron if you can't tell it's a joke. And his response is, everything you post is a damn quote joke to you. And, and you know what? You know he was. He did that when he typed that. He actually stopped and went like that. <laughs> yeah, he did he, air quotes. <laughs> the problem is that idiots see you post this and actually agree with it. You mean like you? <laughs> you didn't know it was. Not, you didn't know it was a joke. You fucking retard. You're in that class of people that you're calling idiots. <laughs> you are feeding them. Sarcasm is lost on too many people. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it you fucking idiot? <laughs> See, that's the thing. He doesn't get any idea how stupid he is right now. <laughs> the layers of stupidity are just. And we're in the Matrix. We're in fucking. We're in the fucking. Uh, what's the dream movie? It is an irony and sarcasm sandwich he's being served up. I mean, 
We're, we're in the uh, what's the the movie about the dreams where there's levels uh, Inception. Yeah, we're in it, retard faggot Inception right now with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reason we have such an idiot in the Oval Office. So many people read satire articles like The Onion and others and actually believe they are real, and then they'll turn around and read actual real news and call it fake. I'm sorry, didn't the, the thing just happen where they've been reporting on a thing for three years that turned out to be goddamn fake? Your beloved CNN that you you know that you watch. It was all bullshit the entire time, and they knew it and did they, they know it they knew it I'm, there's multiple journalists I'm, uh, glenn greenwald um i'm waiting Kyle kalinsky waiting all, on an apology from the the mainstream news sources for reporting fake news all all you're not going to get oh it. absolutely no. not they said we're uh, i'm CNN waiting said we're not investigators we're we're reporters we're infotainment <laughs> no, they all knew it the entire time there's multiple journalists glenn greenwald who has a bit of credibility i don't know if you heard of him he uncovered uh the um the uh, the the spying thing with uh, Snowden. Mm-hmm. He risked his life. He had to move from he the was United the, States. He was he was Snowden's singular Source. correspondent. Is, yeah, his yeah, singular guy. He said he and Snowden offered that shit to multiple outlets, and they all said no, 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 no. But he anyway. actually he actually moved to Brazil to protect his guy, life. I'm sorry, is that guy a, a, a human representation of the Irish people? Oh, you're talking about Paul Felder? <laughs> yes. He's, his name <laughs> that is the Irish Dragon. I was going to say Glenn Greenwald. <laughs> no, it's just, I saw this guy talking. I didn't mean to interrupt anything. Paul Felder. Really the conversation. I'm pretty like, sure he's a gay Jewish man <laughs> who, who immigrated to Brazil. Hmm. To escape, yeah, Paul Felder's to, to a fighter escape. whose nickname is the Irish Dragon. <laughs> He's really Irish looking. Yeah, but okay. uh, yeah, Glenn Greenwald le- left this country because he has he has such good journalistic fucking ethics. <laughs> because he, because he was being oppressed by the Obama administration. Yeah, and for, for trashing Obama, he was he was one of the few journalists who was trashing uh, Obama uh, the Obama administration. The drone program for, for doing the stuff that no one else ramp- was trashing them, ramping for. up everything, and he got shit on by the li- and he's getting shit on by the liberals now for taking a victory lap for being right the whole time. Right? And he gets shit on by conservatives. All the for time. being a gay guy, <laughs> all the time for existing, he has to go on Fox News because MSNBC banned people that dissent from the Russia thing. Really? Yeah, neat for three years now. And Rachel Maddow will continue to be a millionaire. Well, you know what I'm Make going to do 10, now? Twenty thousand dollars a night. What are you going to do? I'm completely tuning out of society at this point. And here's I'm here, done. Here's the rest of his comment. <laughs> Wash my hands of it. Here's the rest of his comment. I'll be honest. I still haven't figured out where you stand politically. What the fuck you, does that matter? Because anyway? I bash both sides. Because I, I and, sh- and if you were a conservative, a moderate conservative, even at all, which you, which he believes you've been a liberal up to this point, so what? It's like over half of the country is yeah, a moderate but, conservative. On that, but in that vein, there have been at least three people that I know of on my Facebook who have been hate fucking the other side for for now, you know, being proved. Right or whatever, you know what I mean, and it's really getting disturbing because they keep on calling people out. I haven't been called out personally yet, but it's probably going to happen. Are you saying that they're gloating about? Oh, absolutely, they're taking victory lap. Yeah, they should take it. Well, then I don't know. Journalists that knew the entire time and were going against the grain, Mm -hmm. uh, they should take a victory lap. The classy thing to do is to just be quiet. But but human beings are not classy. We like to take credit. No, it's it's like the football time, motherfucker. Well, and I have to be honest. If Mueller had found something to put Donald Trump oh, in jail, you'd, you'd, have, really, you'd have had that fucking shit. You'd have had a second line. You'd have had a second line like in 
like in New Orleans, you'd have a brass band behind you. You'd have a little. Because I had to ask myself that you'd question. You'd have a little fucking umbrella dancing down the street. I, I, for, for a second, I'd be like, no, I'd have been a bigger person. Like, no, no I wouldn't have. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be clapping in that funeral parade. <laughs> I'd be broadcasting Trump's fucking sentencing hearings with uh, with with uh, fucking me overlaying talking on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'd be the second audio for it. <laughs> it, it, it your it, own hype man. <laughs> it finishes up with. Uh, I'll be honest, still haven't figured out where you stand politically because you bash both sides. I suppose that's the way you want it. Honestly, I'm just sick of bullshit posts like the one above. It's your page though. Have at it. And it had four reacts to it. All of them were laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then a beautiful thing happens when everybody that reads this they come together, like on, and, from both sides of the aisle, and they're just there is there's like fuck shitting this at guy. him, yeah, they're, fuck this guy, yeah, it's like they're chanting fuck this guy with my friend Jacob Jennings. Uh, he says if you really think people would believe we want a future of eating ramen out of a shoe, you're truly dumber than you look. <laughs> and then I find, after. After a few hours, I finally respond. Any person with two brain cells to rub together knows that this post isn't serious. I'm not some sort of influencer. That's this thing. Like, I'm famous or something, and then people come to me. What the fuck? Well, Nobody listens to me. Apparently. I do multiple things that people fucking ignore. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently, he perceives that you're an influencer. Apparently. Or, or he's such a collectivist that he thinks everyone's responsible for everybody else. Yeah, I guess. But collectivist. A, I'm not some sort of influencer. If people come to my page for political guidance, then it's on them. I'm not censoring myself because the dumbest of the dumb don't understand that it's a joke. You seem to be the one of those that don't understand jokes, champ. <laughs> he used Kudos the champ, bomb. champ. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, he was really civil up till he said champ. <laughs> I said, I try to be funny, but my page will never be half as funny as yours. Unintentionally is. It's a laugh riot. His is literally screaming into the void. Nobody ever reacts to anything on his page. Yeah. It's him screaming about Trump and saying he should, he's going to go to hell. He hopes he gets assassinated and all this stuff. Nobody what? ever. Yeah. Nobody ever responds to this. You can't say that. He could, yes, you can. Nobody cares. Hmm. I, and I said, as far as yes. as far as where I stand politically, it's none of your business. Why do you care? I certainly don't give a Frenchman's fuck where you stand. I love the Frenchman's fuck. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. Bottom line: attacking people for making jokes is a small part of what got Trump elected in the first place. Keep doubling it down. Keep doubling down. And it'll happen again. And then after this, everybody just came together and was. Shitting and Mickey disappeared. He just he stopped following. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get bombarded. Here. Yeah, I can't back. I can't. I can't watch. Uh, well, there's multiple. Dave, uh, uh, Steve, Dave had multiples. Like 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 he was on, uh, like he was on Mickey's side. All right. And they were funny. Uh, are you even trying to take our back our country, or is this another damn joke? <laughs> see, see, joke is in quotes because there's apparently an alternative meaning behind the word joke because <laughs> the fact that it literally just means one thing. And I just said all I want to be is a silly goose, and so, but some folks lose their damn mind. I love when you said silly goose. That's funny shit. <laughs> silly then, goose. Then we we got into a conversation about how we eat our ramen out of our shoes. Some people like them out of work boots. <laughs> Australians drink beer out of boots, so yeah, yeah. They, they like freedom. Gives it that nice pecan after dinner flavor. My final comment on the thing uh, was. Uh, this is what America is all about. People from all walks of life coming together to, to dunk on the joke police. <laughs> yeah. I, my, and this is my favorite thing I may have ever written. I wonder if he still considers himself a socialist now that he knows what it's like to be publicly owned. <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn. Kudos, sir. I, I, I doff my I cast to you. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I was like, I just came up with that. That's I have to use that all the time now. <laughs> Put your stamp on it. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, that, yeah, that was my favorite thing on social media this week. Just everybody. Everybody just... Just fucking tuning this motherfucker Squaring up, <laughs> just getting in there, having oh, a good time. I, I walked in and I was just like, I don't, I'm not, I don't need <laughs> you that. Got, you got in late. You're like, oh God, I love Mickey. <laughs> I love him so much. He makes my life. I laugh for twenty years. For like friends, I'll no, stop. I've I've gotten into I've gotten into it with him before on Dutch's threads. Like where it's like, my God, you're and like Andy was in on it too. Andy, Andy Frampton, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like like we were all three of us just like, fuck this guy. So I was just like. Uh, you know, an observer or whatever, mm. and I just chimed in and said, "I absolutely love him. I'm glad he exists because I just laugh harder than I've laughed in months." <sighs> he's just, and the thing, he's not a bad guy. He's just reactionary to things that aren't real. Is he I'm, like I used to be? Yeah, worse, way worse. Okay, way I was getting ready to say, was that ever that no, bad? No, but he's arrogant about. It. He's like, I'm smarter Extremely than. Extremely, I'm smarter okay. than you'll ever be, and that's why I know that progressive you, policies are the best. Do you remember the uh, the Kinda thing where shit. I posted the thing where the black guy said, "I'm not oppressed," and a white liberal looking dude says you're a traitor to your race oh yeah that started a whole thing and he was the main the main guy saying that he main knows actionist and i just kept saying so you think black people that don't agree with you shouldn't should uh, just listen to what you had to say and not do not be conservative what, not 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 be um use use their own life experiences and their own things that have happened to them to be individuals no i believe that i know what's best for okay <laughs> I know. Be- I know. He, he, he was literally saying, "I know better for black people <laughs> than black, black people, people know for themselves." <laughs> because I'm a progressive and I'm educated. That was like literally the vibe. Neat. But it was like not worded like you know. It wasn't phrased as if, "Man, this guy is intelligent. He's arrogant and he can back it up." It was like, "This guy's just insane." What a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to have a position. It's another thing to. To take that uh, take that angle on it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to step away for a moment. But yeah, that was. This is. I mean, this is what happens when you come for the king. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling, especially if I, I don't still, like you. I still, especially my, if I don't my give favorite a fuck about one you. still to this day. The one I always and my mom sometimes asks me to tell what happened with this one is the whole gay marriage thing. <laughs> <laughs> And Dutch got a guy that I know who, God bless him, he's not very bright, but he got him so pissed off that he was typing so fast. He's not a great speller anyway, and he was just mangling all these words, and Dutch just kept on correcting every fucking word, like, it's asterisk, and I was just like, okay, and that was funny. Well, that was, I usually don't like to do that. I know, but- That guy was being a real cunt. Yeah, he was. And then he said, uh, and then he was, he said, well, it's against the Bible, and then we need to throw all these people to the wolves, and Dutch said, how Christian of you, and I started fucking laughing, and it only got worse from there. Well, also, that's the that's the thread in which I put uh, the lyrics to the different, different strokes, strokes theme song, because <laughs> he said he doesn't agree with it, and I said, well, what right, might be right for you might not be right for some. <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, that was a hit for everybody that I knew. <laughs> like, Dutch really got that guy. Like, yeah. Why do you think I purposely include him in things? That was a fucking squash match. You like, used, <laughs> you, whenever you whenever you used to uh, get into shit online like that, yeah. you would text me like, dude, I got one for you. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> Waiting to see what he'd do. 
<laughs> like the one with the 20,000 people at the Civic Center. <laughs> there would have to be 1.15 people on everybody's shoulders. They said there were 40,000 yeah, people yeah. at the Civic Center. <laughs> And I, did, was it who put the one that said, "Well, there can't be that many people." Then they couldn't get the Mountain Dew tankers in there. <laughs> that, had to, that had to be Frampton. It was Frampton or uh, John Will Shatter, I think. It's one of those. Yeah. And then I said a story that was actually true. There was nothing comedic about it, even though it was hilarious. I said I had to serve all those assholes after working it out back. I said, and we ran out of well done steaks <laughs> and the ketchup. Oh, the ketchup! <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it! But bottom line, don't come if you don't want to get served. You know what I'm saying? I got, yeah. these, these verbal hands are here. They're ready to eat forever. He, I think he he got. Serves the equivalent of more than a three piece in a soda. <laughs> yeah. In that exchange, it was more like a twelve piece family meal. Oh yeah, that was uh, with like, sides, <laughs> extra Her, gravy. With Herb, Dean, Herb Dean fell asleep in the corner. And I was just saying, <laughs> just just like a gorilla. Just. Include paper plates, all the plastic spoons, uh, extra bar- little butter packets. <laughs> People still get butter packets. Yeah, and so what I did after this. <laughs> No, what I did after after all, this whole thing, um, in the middle of it, I changed. I put a caption on it that says "disclaimer: This image is I, a I joke. It is not meant to be taken seriously. Do not. I do not believe that liberals want to eat noodles out of a lady's shoe." <laughs> and I did that for like three. three yeah, or four I saw posts. that, and then I knew he was stewing, stewing in his own Raymond. He juice. probably unfollowed me. Yeah, because every time, every time he he's the only one that that takes the bait. <laughs> And it just had me and you ever gotten in an argument on Facebook? No, I don't really. think we had. I mean, we've if so, we've I was had just, some back. I was forwards. baiting you. Well, was, yeah, sure. <laughs> just trying to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get you worked up, and it works every time. Not anymore. Nah, well, we haven't done it in quite a while. Right. I bet it would. I'll look at you, pretending like you're some sort of glass house, or I don't know. Shut up, glass house. Yeah, I know it stopped there. It, it didn't work out almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> almost immediately, it failed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly chill at this point. Oh, God damn it! So, well, how's how's everybody else been this week? We got the uh, we got the <laughs> there's social media hilarity out of the way. I'm sure that there's more if we really think about it. Oh, we had the journalists on Twitter going sniping back and forth. The the side that uh, uh, claimed that the Russia shit was bullshit all along. So and we didn't did, decide did, did we talk it, and now they're claiming that they never believed. Right, we didn't right. talk about this last week. No, we? we've completely forgot about it. Well, it's whatever. Well, and I, I'm going to be honest, like we were talking about. I, I wanted them to find something. I despise that man so much. Oh, so they I found him, but I want him. Uh, yes, they found things. I want him to, to find the big thing. They found, but there is something that was proven true that I said at the beginning. Robert Mueller is a straight shooter. He didn't. He didn't. Bullshit. He didn't. He did not dig for shit that and, wasn't there. And, and he just tried to prove. Everybody's shitting all on the attorney general's letter about the thing. If Robert Mueller didn't uh, agree with what the attorney general put out, it wouldn't have been out. Well, he would. He would fucking. He would say something. He would right. immediately call the press and say, "We need to fix this." Yeah, yeah well, because yeah. You remember when Buzzfeed put out a bunch of bullshit? He's like, "No, that's that's not true." Mm-hmm. Is, he he would correct. I me. really like him. Like I think yeah, that seems like I, I, he's like we were talking about before, except for the whole uh, Iraq War thing. I know, but let's let <laughs> seem to be a big blunder. <laughs> kind of <laughs> a bit. <laughs> um, he's part of that. Like I said, there's that certain group of. Um, you got your bangers. You got your mash. 
I was going to say there's a certain group of wealthy Irish that are that have become part of that society uh, that still feel a real corned beef kings. But, yes, that's that, actually pretty good. Um, that I know, like the Kennedys no, and, and the corned beef cabal. The, the word is noblesse oblige. Okay, that's yes, that's definitely what they are, and but they they still take their patriotism very seriously. It's not any kind of. You know what I mean? Like they're even though they they don't have to do things, they still do them. They still go to wars. They still try to serve the public. All this stuff. I am proud to be of that group, even though I'm really not of that group. I'm the other group of Irish. Yeah, you're yeah. absolute dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the uh, you're garbage. I'm the orge. I'm the Irish that did not welcome those Irish to these shores. You're the outback so, the outback line cook Irish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being an outback line cook. Fucking green patties. I can hear it right now. <laughs> Um, no, but I, you know, he, there is nothing. I know that you, John, especially are not a fan of war and, and, and all that stuff, but what do I, what am I fucking, fucking you're, uh, you're, Cheney over here? I'm absolutely, <laughs> no, no, I know against you're against war. war, but I'm saying that John is a little bit more virulent. Um, and that's not an insult. That's just the way I see it. Okay. Yeah. Part, and, but I still believe that even though wars are shit, there are some people that do distinguish themselves with extraordinary heroism and he's one of those guys like he was he got shot and he didn't run he like went back and say you know what i mean he's one of those guys and there was nothing not to admire about the guy he doesn't he doesn't bullshit he does he plays no politics like they were interviewing all these people around him how would you describe his politics none he has none (laughs) he's like he doesn't give a shit and i believe that and i you know and james comey even though they've ramped it up some, they're right about him in a lot of ways. He is kind of a grandstander. He is kind of that, you know. Who, uh, Mueller? Comey. Comey. Oh, he seemed, he seemed yeah. like a very... We'll, we'll probably never hear anything from Robert Mueller again. No, Unless he's, he's done. called on to do something He's else. done. He's finished. Like, he's... The, he's one of those guys... He knows he did a good job. He wouldn't quit unless he did a good job because the job needs still to be done. Shouldn't, you know what I mean? Shouldn't a guy like? Shouldn't they force a guy like that to be a president or something? Well, somebody it's, it that goes absolutely back, has no. Interest well, okay. In it. Here's the thing. It goes back to the whole thing. That was George Washington, by the way. Yeah, George Washington. He did not. Uh, he had, he had, that's a matter of debate. He did not want to be president. He did not enjoy it. He didn't want to be in Washington. He wanted to be on his farm. He was pressured into it. Wait a second. But there's a, there is this thing about George Washington, Washington. <laughs> that he While I do agree with that That's what I read To a point I wasn't there He said he wanted nothing You mean to, you're not a time Bobby? <laughs> not anymore He said he wanted nothing to do with war and stuff And he would go to constitutional meetings In his general's coat when he was a fucking You know what I mean? Like I don't want anything to do with this But hey check out all my medals and shit you know <laughs> I, mean? that, I was just talking about specifically being okay, president that's, that's actually is that he had a distaste for being that, that role he, did, he wanted out well, They sure. wanted him to be the king well, actually, uh, there was a. The coolest thing about it is I never got to play it, but Assassin's Creed Three, which took place during the Revolution, there's actually a downloadable content content called the Tyranny of King George. Yeah, where you're fighting in an alternate timeline where he declared himself king, and now you're fighting against. Americans. I remember that game. I played that game. Did it's you play Assassin's Creed game? I played, I played Assassin's Creed Three, but I didn't play. I that never one. got. I never got to the. Uh, the uh, downloadable content. It was a really fun game. That's a great. It's the best one out. It was so big. Yeah, it was so big. It's huge. I wasn't into games at all at that point. Well, I'm still. I still got to get in that Spider-Man game. But anyway, um, we can talk about Spider-Man later. Spider-Man, Irving Spider-Man, Irving Spider-Man, DDS. <laughs> he enjoys a good bagel with some locks on it. Um, oh, fuck it, duck. I no. I 
I really admired Moeller, and yes, I was hoping, of course, being a someone who despises. But how does it feel to be disappointed? The grease that pumps through. Don, how does it feel to be disappointed? I don't. How, really, how I does really it feel to be disappointed shit. that the president didn't commit treason? <laughs> <laughs> Both bad, odd, and it's an, it's, and kind of it's like a mixed bag. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's extremely mixed bag. Like I'm gl- guess I glad he didn't. Glad he didn't commit treason, but I really fucking hated him and wanted him to get go up for it. You know. I see. I think the the media knew what they were doing by pushing it, pushing that because what well, what it did was a it gave them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. MSNBC well, and, and CNN and it, gave well, a lot of money, and it, and it also well, stoked war well, most, between C, between yeah. us and Russia. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, it covered up all of the actual bullshit that Donald Trump was yes, doing right. that we should actually be talking about. Sure. Like expanding the drone war, which which mm-hmm. they which the media is in cahoots with. Sure. They, you should want them to talk about. They're it. acting like they're his enemy while he's going. While they're giving while they're, him, while they're giving him the smoke screen right. so that he can go do the shit that their people want if him. They to had do. thousands of hours of free press. If they hadn't have covered him so virulently with this uh, Russia thing, nobody would have really talked about it or cared about it. And then one day we'd find out. Oh, they found out that uh, he didn't uh, collude. Huh? Cool. And we just move on. Nobody would ever talk about it again. But they they pushed it so hard. It's like whenever that fucking plane crashed and nobody found it. Yeah, a few years no ago. wreckage. They talked about it every single. Are you talking about nine eleven? No, that's a, <laughs> that's a, that was a complete. Uh, John, that was a terrorist attack on our nation. Um, I don't know if you know that, but you do deserve a um, a sound effect. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there there we go. go. There's a full rim shot. What rim job? You say. A full rim job. What the heck is a rim job? Full rim job is where you go all the way around and then in a little mm-hmm. bit. Neat. Mm-hmm. That's a full rim job. But who else? Um, the um, the the report came out. And, uh, what's his name? Bill Maher said, "I don't need the Mueller report to know he's guilty. I've seen him on TV." And yeah, uh, there was one one guy who was like a former chief security guy or something. That was being interviewed on CNN or MSNBC, and they, and they said, "Well, how do you? What gives you such a strong feeling that Trump colluded with Russia?" Well, I watch the news. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, even these these elite uh, deep state guys get full, get usurped into the fucking wave mm. that is this bullshit, the- and it's bullshit. I'm sure. He, I'm, I know they've uncovered all kinds of other shit about him. That oh, they'll, absolutely. They'll get him for. Yeah. There, yeah, all the all the Al Capone bullsh- went down for all the bullshit taxation. he pulled in fucking New York to get yeah. to, to build all those buildings. He didn't build shit for anything, by the way. If you call taking an existing building and slapping your fucking name on it, um, but yeah, I mean, but but here's what it, the bad thing about it was. I was talking to this with another guy at work. Uh, he's he's an older gentleman. He hates Donald Trump more than I do, if that's possible. And Does he hate him so much that he wants like there's the only thing that he could possibly do is fuck him. Is fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that here in a second. In, in an odd thing that happened in the show I watch. Ooh, all right, uh, Outlander. It's, Giggity. Um. Anyway, suck on all the cocks. That's such a good female voice, John. Yeah, he sounds so good. I don't it know. Sounds like you had really big boobs. I don't. I don't know what happened to me, man. It's like my my fucking hormones change or something. I can't do that voice anymore. Hmm. Like I Try used to be it. really. Suck on all the cocks. Suck on all the cocks. You were almost Suck there. on all the cocks. Suck on all the cocks. Is that salmon? Is that salmon? Try it again. Is that salmon? Is that salmon? Yeah. Not bad. Is that salmon? Is that salmon? 
Is that salmon? <laughs> <laughs> I want to marry my fart. <laughs> I forgot that. One. But anyway, uh, the the crying and the the hysteria from the the lefties is is very delicious. It was whenever the it, um, it was. What was funny about it is that they is that they're, they was, they're, in, they're in denial about. It. They're like sure. Mueller's been gotten to by the Russians. They all came out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they want to complain about Alex Jones. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's just packaged differently. I mean, that's. I think that's the difference between me and a lot of people who I share some opinions with. Is that I'll be like, dude, no. I mean, come on. Or or you're like, as soon as something happens, and you're like, okay. I think I was. I might have been wrong. You know, mm-hmm. I might have followed something. You know, or been an advocate of something that I was well, wrong. Well, after about. the uh, the uh, fucking the MAGA kids and the yeah. engine guy, you you uh, did a little thing where you got you, said you got duped. You went you went sure. back. You didn't delete the things that you went back and sure. said, "Hey, I, well, I had to own what I did. I have I mean, to correct like, it. Know. Yeah, I made a mistake, like everyone does, and I'm correcting it publicly." I actually got a lot of respect from. Even people who I disagree with politically on that. Well, that's so. the thing. That's 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 the thing that 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 I the thing that I think the the is preventing left wing and right wing people from being more cohesive and talking more is exactly that. It's exactly the right wing people are are tired of people being beyond like mostly it's usually leftists being beyond not cordial with people, sure, yeah, and not admitting when they're wrong, even though it's plain as day. Mm-hmm. It's like the right wing people will be like, listen. I disagree with you. I think that what you believe is crazy, but you're still welcome at my table. Sure. And left-wing people are like, I don't even, I will not, you're not part of my reality. Like, they just like unfriend, unfollow. Yeah. They narrow the echo, the echo chamber a little bit more. And that, the cumulative effect of that on our culture is becoming like more and more apparent, I think. And I, I think it could wind up being a good thing, actually. I think, I think it could be, I think it could wind up coming around and being like, Eventually, people that did ridiculous... If you've done ridiculous things and it's been shown, you know what I mean? Over and over. Eventually, uh, yeah, people need repetition to learn. Sure. And so as, as if we keep bumping our heads up against the same brick wall, eventually we're going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of bumping my head up against this brick wall. Let's just let's just agree to disagree. It's okay. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. But n- people have lost the ability to argue. They've lost nuance. Everything is I'll either st- this or that. I'd- I'll still listen to you. Even if you're a flat earther, even mm-hmm. if you're an Alex Jones fanatic, even if you're a Trump fan, even right. if you're a Hillary fan, I will still look you in the eye and listen to what you have to say and absorb it. What's well, like people? When somebody said about me, we were we were talking about something, and somebody said, "Man, that's why I like talking to Chuck." He, I was like, even if he doesn't agree with you, he's not going to shit on you. And you, he's, he's, he's going to, you gonna, absorb what they say and you respond to what they say. And I'm also interested in what they have to say because I would. I'm that's, curious why you would think that's that, what dialogue answer. is. That's yeah. what adults. That's what we're supposed to do as like adult human beings mm-hmm. is have dialogue. That's how we learn. Now, what I don't like is I've had this happen recently. There was a guy I was arguing with, and he brought a stupid, a non-argument, and I was shitty to him. And then he started to inquire in my uh, sexual. Um, if I needed to get laid or something like that, and I was just like, "You're an asshole," and you're like, first of all, I'm a proud gay man. <laughs> it's like, I can achieve a spot orgasms by myself. I'll have you know, I don't need to be fucked up the butt by another man. I can just use the. Okay, let's talk about this. For but one I welcome second. it. I can use the toys. There's and it works a sh- fine toys for boys. The show Outlander. Hmm. Outlander. Hmm. Outlander. Kind of. Outlander. Um, 
He's doing a, a fu- he's doing a fucking whiskey commercial. Yeah, Conor McGregor. That's his own whiskey. Oh, neat. He's yeah. He's got. I a wish whiskey. I still drank. And, drink it, properly. And, it's, and it's actually really successful. But the whiskey is supposedly nasty. Proper twelve. It's whiskey. It's Irish whiskey, but I don't know. Like I like some Irish whiskey, but Bushmills. No, I do not like Bushmills. Why? Bushmills is Scotch. Jack Daniels, isn't it? No, Bushmills is whiskey. Scotch whiskey. It's not Irish whiskey. No, it's Irish whiskey. Yeah, oh, is it? Yeah, I mean, because because you have Jameson, which is a you step got Jameson, down from, yeah, and then you have got Tullamore Dew, mm-hmm. and Bushmills is another one. Tullamore mm-hmm. don't, huh? I like, hey, I like Tullamore Dew actually. I've never had it. It's just a smooth. It's almost like a Canadian whiskey. I like Canadian mist. It's just you got drunk that one night. It's four dollars a and gallon, kept, and kept fucking posted shit. <laughs> <laughs> it got funnier the drunker you got, and then stopped being funny because you were really drunk. <laughs> but anyway, but then it got funny again. Yeah, it did. Um, okay, on the show Outlander, there's uh, the main character. One of the main characters. The main character, of course, is a woman who gets transported back to seven. Oh, we can't have male leads anymore. Seventeen forty-five. Oh, so and she's married. Uh, her and her husband both fought in World War II when they're going out to try to reconnect because they were in, in different theaters, you know. So they go, and she goes back to these standing stones, the, the Druidic stones, and touches one of them and gets sucked back to 1745. And then she falls in love with this uh, Scott, you know, Scottish lord guy who, of course, is one of the most fucking handsome men you've ever seen in your life. So like me? <laughs> sure, except with hair. Um, this is a choice. <laughs> what mine isn't, but um, mine pretty much isn't either. But anyway, go on with your cute story. She, well, the character though one of the one of the other characters is this. Uh, Scotland is occupied at this point. Mm-hmm. One of the other characters, is this guy Blackjack uh, Randall. Black. I was, I was you're going to say Mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time they say his name, that's what I think of. Carrying a bull rope, but he's a real like a. Sadistic fuck You know he's just a But the thing about it is The same actor who plays her husband In 1945 Plays that guy Because it's a distant relative It's it's a relative of his So He has Beaten the the Scottish guy before Flogged him You know And then he goes into the story About how it was just him and that guy And they were connected in this moment I was just like And and at this point There was no inkling Of homosexuality Uh huh but as it went along, and then he got captured, and he captured them both, the woman and him, and then he started torturing this guy, his homosexuality became <laughs> rampantly fucking just out there. He tortured this guy, and part of his torture was, A, he raped him. And then he had, he had worked on him so psychologically, just constant, and you know that he got him to believe that he was the woman. Oh. And then he laid down behind him and had consensual sex with him. Because the guy was so fucked up, you know. So this is the guy's a gaslighter. Yeah. And or a wizard. And the thing about it was, man, I liked the show to begin with. It was a good show, extremely well made. You know, the characters are great, the oh, acting wonderful. Spot on, dude. It's good stooms. Uh, you know, all the all the steel and stuff looks like it was forged for it, you know. Um But you know, there's that moment where it was a big risk because the guy, the Scottish guy, of course, is every woman's masculine fantasy. He's just, you know, he's, he's young, but he's tough and all this stuff. And then the other guy is also extremely masculine, but he's an evil masculine, you know. So you have two extremely masculine characters getting involved into a homosexual thing. That's a big risk. You know, it's, it was a big risk for the show because it could have gone off the rails. And, yeah, and, he, and who's going to be the top? <laughs> 
Uh, they could get into an altercation about they should they could speaking of big scottish guys that's that's the wrestler drew mcintyre oh, the fucker's huge all the jacks six six like, Geez, you, that's what, tall for a scott he talks like this and he wears, is, he, is he an actual scott yeah okay. yeah yeah um, this reminded me of him. I know you'd like him because he's jacked as fuck. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> we all know. We all know how much you like men's muscles. <laughs> yeah, it's tremendous. Um, Especially your own. I like looking at jacked dudes. Well, I like looking at him as in I'd like to look like that. Like I have the vision use board. their buttholes to masturbate with. <laughs> I'm not fucking them. No, no, Just you're not involved. An orifice is an orifice is an orifice. I didn't fuck you. I just fucked your butthole. Like. Uh, that's on my vision board too, because that's who I'd like to look like. That's a big dude. That's Reg Park. Yeah, you've showed me him before. He was the, uh, and we're actually kind of built similar. Is he four foot eight? <laughs> no, I'm just talking about width and shoulder width and shit. Yeah, like he's that. got like a troll body. Yep. Thanks, fuckhead. <laughs> it's not bad. Troll body. Yeah. Just short and short and. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not like you're super short. You're only what five eight nine seven yeah ten maybe four. About four. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was saying that that was risky for the show. But then in, in the second season, uh, the first episode, it starts, she's come back. Like, she's come back to 1948. It's been three years. And um, I felt so fucking bad for her husband because he didn't give up on her. Like, he... he of course, after a while he did, but he still he lived alone. He didn't he didn't get involved with anybody else. He you know he loved his wife, and she is hopelessly in love with this other dude. And she's even kind of mean to him in a way. But I think the reason she's mean to him is because she he looks so much like that Blackjack Randall character, Blackjack Mulligan. Yeah, and it's just it sounds like a cool show. It's a really good show. Whenever I, um, I might try to start it whenever you get done with it, mm-hmm. or I can use my own Amazon. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Okay. It's on. It's on stars. Okay. So it's, whenever you're done with it, I'll probably try. There's a bunch of shit I had, I need to throw to uh, catch up on. Well, I'm I'm trying to get this one because uh, my lady friend asked me to Your to watch friend. it, and um and I and to tell you the truth, to be quite honest, to, to begin with, I was not excited about. It. I'm like, uh, yeah, this is not something. Taste. No, she doesn't. She has terrible really good taste. taste. Mm. But um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but um. <laughs> We do like she likes Game of Thrones a lot too, and she kept asking me to watch. I was like, and she's like, would you just watch the first episode? Just give it a shot. I was in. I was like, yeah, this is good. And um, you know, so I got to get done with that. I need to fix finish the uh, fabulous Mrs. Maisel because that's a great I fucking need to start show. That and I need to start the new season of Man in the High Castle. Yeah, that show's fucking awesome. I feel like hey Dick, but it's uh. <laughs> I don't know how, where they're going from here. I don't. Do you know about that show, John? Man, the High Castle. It's set in an alternate reality where the um, the Axis won, the Axis of Evil won in World War Two. So the U.S. is split between. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe you've told me about Japan it. and Germany, Nazi Germany and Japan. It. I think it splits like it. It's the, like pretty much dead. So in instead of FDR putting the Japanese people in concentration camps, the Japanese people put white people in concentration yeah. camps. And it's it's so. Well done. Everything looks so fucking mm-hmm. real. Like the the Nazi flag in the middle of an American. Like it, the the blue field is a Nazi symbol. Is a mm-hmm. swastika with the stripes. Like it's fucking. Or, no, the stars. I I think there's one of them where the stars are yeah, the swastika. Swastika. That's fucking creepy. Yeah. But that's what it would have looked like probably. 
Well, and for advertisement, they put up like that logo in New York City. So. Yeah, that would be a pretty sweet race, though, if you blended the Japanese and the German culture of those times. Oh yeah, that'd be a pretty good, uh, pretty good mix. Not a lot of. Uh, a lot of joy, yeah. but <laughs> very severe culture that would have been, especially a Japanese culture that was not emasculated by getting two nuclear bombs dropped on it. Well, you have to be cruel to be kind in the right measure. You gotta be cruel to be kind, cruel to be kind in the right measure. Cruel on the war that uh, Ken Burns documentary, they, there was a guy who survived the uh, the Tongan Death March or the. Nobody ever survived the Tongan death, death grip by Ming. <laughs> Get right underneath you there. I can't. It's is it the? It's a death march of some kind, and uh, the levels of cruelty exhibited by Japanese soldiers are extreme. I I don't. I I know why. Man, there was a large percentage of of uh, people from that generation who despised Japanese people. Like they did, they went into that on Mad Men. Roger was in World War II, and he he was in a meeting, a business meeting, and told them to go fuck themselves, and threw a big fit. You know, Roger, besides then, fucking all the all the let's, secretaries. Let's not know. forget about that scene in Donnie Brasco. Oh, he wouldn't take what, his shoes. Off? They going to, yeah, because he's got the wire in his shoes. And he wouldn't take his shoes off, so they're just like, "This guy killed my booty, but yeah, it yeah. has nothing to do with me. I'm mad at him." They're like. Yeah, friend's not going to take his shoes off today. <laughs> That's pretty good, Michael Madsen. <laughs> Sonny Black. Sonny Black. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Me That's and, a good one. It's a, my, uh, that's a Mike Newell, I think. Me and my high school girlfriend told her parents we were going to go see it, and we went somewhere and, and fucked. Neat. Instead, it's sex. Made did, love in the back of my knee song. Did you do a doggy? Yeah, probably. I was. Uh, it's probably the best way for me in the back of a car. Yeah, just the size limitations. Yeah, because I was. It was pretty big. And it was a pretty small car. And these on Sentra, I think eighty five. Good year. Good, good, year for cars. good car to fuck in. Yeah, good, great car to fuck in. <laughs> I had this Oldsmobile ninety eight man. It was like one of those fucking granny wagons. This fucking like V six boat. Yeah. Big long wide. It was a competitor to the. Uh, the to, Roadmaster. It was a competitor to the cat. One of the to the Cadillacs. And also to the Chrysler or something around there. Those other, all the mm. giantest car you could buy. Right. Solid steel, safe as fuck. Leather seats. Oh, neat. You know what I mean? Like, um, just like floating on a mattress, like riding in a bed. That was a good car to fucking. Hmm. I fucked in a few, but I mean, I don't even remember all of them. Usually on the hood, though. Yeah, more of an outdoorsy guy. Well, I mean, not that I'm bigger than Dutch, but uh, I'm... you got to be able to move around. Right. Be able to maneuver a little bit. What I have before that? Before that, I had a Plymouth Acclaim. Hmm. Which is also kind of a granny wagon. But yeah. S- but smaller, more practical. Um, that was a good car, and I totaled it on Route 39 because it was wet. That... We talked about this on one of the other shows. Um, Me talking about my cars. I had a Toyota Tercel, which I destroyed because I didn't put oil in it for six years. (laughs) Uh, Six years? (laughs) That's amazing. It it was a champ. I mean, I'm going to say, that's amazing. (laughs) It lasted. I had a, a, a Neon, which was, it was just a piece of shit. And then they're disposable cars. Then I had a Toyota Camry. That was my favorite car ever. 
Toyotas are the shit. It, uh, I treated that one like the interior. I didn't treat so good, but I made sure the oil and shit was changed. It's one of those one, things so. that, like, like literally, like when I'm thinking about, I've been doing this thing to help with depression and like be happier. One of the shticks I've been doing is like uh, every day out loud say three things that you're you're grateful for mm-hmm. and try to you know make it fresh every day. So the first one's me. The second one is Bub. What's the third one? My Toyota truck. Because it's just like every day I think about, man, this this corporation, this Japanese corporation, puts has been making these cars, and I was able to get this amazing machine at this price, mm-hmm. and the value just continues to like, you know what I mean? I'm still getting paid dividends for buying this sure. thing because I I I never have to fix it. It works pretty much. It's a fucking blessing. What I've heard with Toyotas, especially in the last twenty years, if you just change the oil and the tires and make sure everything's tightened up. They'll last as as long as it. Make sure the frame doesn't rust. Yeah. Right. Make sure it doesn't rust. Does they rust? Other than that, it's basically a perfect vehicle. It's 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 basically perfect. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes uh, even a great car you'll get a lemon out of yeah. it. You hear that a lot less about Toyota. Cancel capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, people. Uh, there's a meme going around of Rand Paul asking people to donate to a campaign of some sort. And because um, it said in the thing, because it went to defeat socialism or whatever, and like people commented under it about how, oh, he wants to pull all the resources together to help this or that. And the, isn't that socialism? It's not. No. He's asking people to be vol- to voluntarily, <laughs> not holding a gun to their head. All right. Oh, yeah. It's just a bit, again, I got, I got into this. It depends on how you're using, how you use the word. Because some people, there is a group of people, there's there's a group of people that identify as being leftist libertarians who think that they're anti-state. They, they believe in voluntary socialism, but then when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, the tough questions, they're actually just status, mm. pre- pretending, you know, acknowledging that government is corrupt but still wanting more government. Right. Like this cognitive, dis- cognitive dissonance thing, thing. I know. Ask me how I know because I was... I was I was one of those people for several years, where I was like, you know, I had all the philosophy, the libertarianism stuff down, and that stuff's in there, and I get it. But then I also had come from being a frothing at the mouth, virtue signaling socialist leftist for many years as a young twenty-something-year-old, and so it was it, the it's a hard bridge to get across. It was Ron Paul in 08 that changed your mind, wasn't it? No, it was actually one of my philosophy professors, and it just took years. A for teacher it. did some good. Well, I don't know. If it's it's what it's just the logic. It's just like he he was one of the only classes where I had a, I had an assignment in where I'm actually challenged by this. Yeah, and he actually like encouraged me and said, you know, I don't I don't I never tell anybody that they should go on to study philosophy in graduate school because there's no reason to do it because there's no jobs. Right. I never recommend that to anybody, but I recommend it to you if you want to do that. But I didn't I didn't I don't like academia. It makes me sick. But you're doing it in other ways. Yeah, I I can't turn it off. I tr- I actually tried to brainwash myself for about five years into being a um, a fuzzy thinker to stop being so analytical all the time, stop thinking so logically mm-hmm. because of my indoctrination. I was like, I I can't be this way. Like I'm, I felt like my I felt like my education had destroyed my brain because I can't not be logical. Like I had been pro, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. got programmed to be logical and extremely articulate and concise all the things that a good philosophy essay should be in my opinion that was the way my brain worked and i so i tried my best like actively tried like myth of sisyphus style to reprogram my brain to be 
more right-brained and more collectivist and more um, emotional and all those things. And then I came back to West Virginia to take care of my dad while he died of cancer and all that went away and I became analytical again. Mm-hmm. So now it's just, I just something, instead of trying to fight who I am, I'm just acknowledging that this is who I am. I can still use the other side of my brain. I can, I've, I'm capable of, of all of those. I can, I can play the role, right? I can, I can be an actor and say like, okay, I'm going to go back into what did it feel like to be 21 year old John? Mm-hmm. And well, how did I think? And why did I feel these things? I can, I can still flip those switches, but it doesn't pass the smell test today with the way that I see the world. Mm. Yeah. Well, see, if you were a politician, people would call you a flip flopper. That uh, like people drag up this thing about well, Tulsi no. Gabbard and how, how not really she was a teenager or something. She was a uh, anti-gay uh, had like an anti-gay thing mm-hmm. like with her parents' church or whatever. All right, and now she's like, I changed my mind. And everybody's like, No, you can't change your. Oh, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah, you need some coffee. Yeah, he's gonna go get some coffee. Make sure you rub your chest all over the fucking microphone as you get up. You piece of fuck. Piece of fuck. Bag of but yeah, fucking, fucking. That's the thing. People, you know, people change. People change. It's like I was. I was I'm in this um this group with the the Myers Briggs Jung test. The thing. The I joined test. that group and I got out after about a week because I just there's like four or five people posting shit posting shit posting and I was just like yeah they're annoying. Um, except for the one hot redhead. There's all well there's all kinds of groups like that. Like you, there's probably INFJs. I, I you know for you or, or Chuck. They're all different. But th- what I was getting at is um, somebody somebody, somebody was like, no, once you take the test and you get, you know, once you determine what your type is, it never changes for life. It could change different days. I'm like, you could, somebody, as like people get, yeah, as like people get fucking brain damaged and literally forget who they are and become a totally different person. Yeah. And he could not, he could not accept that because it's said in the, in the Myers-Briggs Jung manual thing that. You, you're you're that type for life because some people just said it with no actual reason behind it. It was just like I read this, I was told this, therefore this. And then you say, but two plus two does not equal five because here. And they're like, but two plus two equals five. They, you know what I mean? That that type of thinker. Yeah, more like a stinker, huh? Am I right, guys? <laughs> more like a bot. Ooh, you guys want to do favorite things? Yeah. Fuck yeah! I bet there's an ad before it. You fucking. Dimple-headed dick nose. Okay, there we go. Raindrops on roses. Whispers, whispers on, on kittens. kittens. Bright copper kettles. And warm woolen mittens. Mm. Brown uh, packages. Boom, 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 Things. All right, Dougie Fray. Colored ponies and crisp apple strudels. Doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel. Five things. Um... Well, I started reading. Oh shit! I, there was a bunch of great quotes. I started reading. Uh, I started down my philosophy path again myself. Like, speaking of philosophy, now, you started Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Repair. I got that one. I got the Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell. And I got Hero of the Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. And uh, the Power of Myth right now, pretty fucking solid. Like it's he's got a. I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to reading the rest of his stuff. And there's a lot. I feel like he has a uh, a show on Amazon that from the eighties or something. It was a PBS show. Yeah. Bill Moyers. See, the the, yeah, the Power really of Myth show came. The book came from the show. I think it's like a, almost like a transcript. So, um, you know, he's just discussing how 
as I've said before, you know, and I I knew I got it from him, but I, I just had forgotten for a while. He was talking about how Americans' culture is so bad sometimes because we don't have rites of passage and, you know, all this different stuff and things that we need. So that's why these kids form gangs and, you know, we have all this, we have people who are stuck in adolescence their whole life, you know, then I'm guilty of that, you know. Or they become extreme introvert, live in their own bubble people. Sure. Or extreme partiers or. Because mm-hmm. they don't know who they are. Right. Because they don't have a role. They need some, stru- they need some, something that they don't have. Right. Um, it's a really good book. He He's going into, uh, he, he put a great, great quote up by Chief Logan talking about, um, you know, isn't he why we have Logan County? I think probably. I mean, because isn't Logan, he why we have Logan Steakhouse? <laughs> I don't know. About that. that is a pretty good steakhouse. Yeah, it is a good steakhouse. As far as chain steakhouses go, it's not bad. No, it's not. It's it's mm-hmm. good. Um, it, he was just talking about how you know white people see the world in a different way than Native Americans do, and you know, and he said if you guys would just treat it like the way the way we do, maybe we wouldn't be so upset about you murdering all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, but you're not going to. He's like, you see the earth as a possession and it's not. You see, you know, they just and that's a, that one of the oldest things. Well, you know, one of the reasons they they die, you know, they died out because they do, they don't see land as being, you know, owned by someone. I'm like, well, yeah, but they're right. It doesn't belong to anyone. I mean, I, I know that it does but it does but i mean come on i mean their way is far better i mean in in a lot of ways like, as far as uh, probably sanity and stuff sure that's yeah, what i mean like but, just being human yeah that's better but like i really like you know we're doing a podcast right now. yeah i mean and, while ufc fights right. are on i mean I, I know exactly what you're talking about and i agree i like all that shit but um you know that was great, and then there was I, I wanted to, for John to come back uh, to, to discuss layer cake, which was John's coming back. <laughs> we um, I had to do some good yeah okay. John pees in my yard, by the way. Neat. <laughs> it's, I mean, sure. Why do you do that? <laughs> it's because he likes being outside. I don't have a problem with it as long as nobody else it's does. The most, it's, it's like it's like a no brainer, man. It's it's not only is it more pleasant, but it's. You're not wasting that resource. Gotcha. See, like we we excrete, you know, in terms of like saving your pee and your poop to garden with. Yeah. Like if you did that in a safe way, we excrete enough nutrients to fertilize the plants that we need to sustain us for. So it's a cycle. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so, and if I pee in the um, if I pee in the toilet, I waste three gallons of water, all the energy used to filter that, and then. That pee just goes into a sewage system, and then they have to use tons of energy to filter that pee back out to reuse that same water that I just peed into. Mm. It seems a lot smarter to pee on the grass. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I just never do it anymore. I used to. When I drank, I... I mean, it's sterile. It's it's like there's nothing gross. It's like... It's it's like it's perfectly clean. It's it's literally sterile. Especially your pee. And nitrogen-rich, it's like perfect for for grass Mm. to pee on it. Well, I, I was like saying, though, um, the one another favorite thing was uh, this movie, Layer Cake. Have you seen Layer Cake? I've I have not watched it. Okay. I've, I saw that it exists. It's fucking great. Yeah, like it I was, watched it last night. <laughs> is that good? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I, I don't know how I'm so it. late on it. It didn't get a lot of... It's a British movie. It was not... It was barely even released here. They, you know, so... It's, it's not quite like a Guy Ritchie movie. It's a Guy Ritchie it's, movie without all the... 
Pithy. The pizzazz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all. But it still had like the quick shots like that one when he shot the guy in the head and it zoomed in on him. Yeah. And then it's, it zooms out as soon as he shoots him. That was a cool fucking shot. Like, and it's also got the, uh, when they went back to the 70s or whatever it was, it's got all the bad costumes and you know what I yeah. mean? That was hilarious. <laughs> like, the guy said, he said, uh, well, Crazy Lear was gay. Well, he used to, he, he explained it this way. He looks around and says, Fucking females is for puffs. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a fucking great line. But my favorite, one of my favorite things about it is there's this guy on there, and I think he's part Indian black dude, um, big bald guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was in he was in Harry Potter, played a character named Kingsley Shacklebolt, which was not a a big character in the series, but he was in it. He plays this guy. And they're out at a diner. Daniel Craig, who is a drug producer, and this guy who's kind of like his muscle. A drug producer is different uh, than a record producer, by the way. <laughs> you know? But same vibe. Oh, yeah. Well, All dealing with rings. a lot of the same people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, this guy comes in and sits down and starts talking to him. And he's just looking at him. He's just got this look on his face. and he, and he it, And it's got this... This guy's eating and it's disgusting. He's making all kinds of noise and eating with his hands and shit. And he's like, he's like, hey, can you lend me five? And he's like, and he pulls out some money and he's just doing it to be nice. But then the guy asks for more. He's like, how about ten? Ten is a nice round number. And he gets up and beats the blue fuck out of this dude. <laughs> Smashes his head with a fucking with a coffee pot yeah. and, and then just proceeds to just kick the shit out of him. And he, you don't even really know why until afterwards. But then at the end, you think he's done. Daniel Craig's like, he's had enough. He's like, no, he hasn't had enough. And he pick, he goes over, picks up a, a pot of tea. It's fucking England. Yeah. So there's a fucking boiling pot of tea back there. He says, well, let's forget all that. How about a spot of tea? And he <laughs> fucking pours that boiling ass tea all over him after he's beaten the shit out of him. It was awesome. Yeah, it's fucking. And they said it to Ordinary World by fucking yeah, Duran Duran. It was awesome. <laughs> and that's a great how's, song. How's that too. song go? And I'll try to make it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We can actually song. punch. We can actually punch that scene up because it's. But the thing about it was, is that he, the that guy, was the reason he went up for ten years. He had to go to jail for ten years, and um, so he finally. That's the first time he'd seen him, and he. The, this guy's a level-headed guy. Like he was a businessman. You know, he knew that you can't do shit like that. But he just couldn't help himself, and he just. Pounded him. I mean, it was fucking. It was bad. Oh, no. Virus. The ad is playing. You keep talking about it, but I'm pulling up the scene. Okay, and the great thing about Layer Cake is there's so many people in it. There's at least two Harry Potter alums in there. Yeah. There's uh, Michael Gambon who plays Dumbledore, plays this high up drug dealer, and then you have. Uh, of course, the black dude who plays King- Kingsley Shacklebolt. Tom Hardy's in it. Yeah, young, 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 young skinny Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy before he bulked up real big. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Um, Daniel Craig, of course. Um, fuck, who else is in that? So oh, this, Cole Meany. When was this made? 2004. 2004, yeah. yeah. I, I know it was early. 90, 2004? 90, 2004. 90210. <laughs> here's the scene we were just referring to. Yeah. It's only, I think that's only about a couple minutes long. Three minutes. These British movies, man. Well, you know that's English breakfast, so oh, it's yeah. fucking nasty. <laughs> fucking beans for breakfast. I don't know. I don't get it. Mr. Mortimer. God damn it. 
I want to beat this guy's ass. Yeah, no. I suppose a few quinkles, yeah. For old times. They're in a restaurant for this. That's what I forgot about that. Flash, bruv. See, at this point, he wasn't going to do anything. But the more the guy talks, he's sealing his own fucking He's fate. working himself into a shoot. <laughs> yeah. Could make you five, could ya? Mate. Let's make it ten. That's when he... That's when I knew someone's going to go down. Tens. A nice... Round number. Smile with me! Oh! Jesus. I like that effect, too, where it's the camera... Well, if the song makes it. Yeah, the definitely, song definitely makes it. Oh, they're doing flashbacks, too. What's happening, Middleware? Yeah! Fucking yeah! <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you need a red light. <laughs> the way they mix the music in and out is fucking hell, oh, yeah. Enough! He's had enough! Let's forget about all that. Let's have a cup of tea, upstairs. Fucking boiling ass hot tea. <laughs> this is a great song. <laughs> That's one of the worst beatings I've ever seen on fucking camera. <laughs> What's great about it is it doesn't show him while he's getting beat. No, it doesn't. Like only when he got hit right initially, and then and that's you know of course the Duke what getting a great shot. song, and that it's it's a great movie for so many ways. Daniel Craig, of course, is is wonderful. He's he's good in everything he does. It's fucking tremendous. Um, but everybody in it is good. And it's one of those movies I feel like, you know, sometimes we still have that thing when we were kids when we know about a band that nobody else knows about. Yeah. I feel like that with that movie. That's why I put it up on Facebook. Look at me, how cool I am. I knew their cake. It's, <laughs> it's just your taste it's classic, yeah. it's classical hipsterism. Sure. And I'm I'm really okay with that. I'm so, okay with it yeah. sometimes. I do it too. I'm a hipster, so what? Mm-hmm. Sue me. But yeah, that movie's fucking Yeah, good. it's on Netflix. Give it a shot, man. It's fu- it's it's I really will. great. I'll check it out. Yeah. That's just one of the amazing scenes in it, so it's filled with shit like that. Which, which, which is your favorite? I think the scene where where it's the flashback to the seventies, whatever. That's a great scene. Yeah, cause they do a couple flashbacks where everybody it's and it's like in black and white and it's cartoonish. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. They, they did like an effect where it looks like seventies TV. Yes, it does. It's yeah. like it's grainy and shit. Yeah, and they're they're cartoonishly dressed like they're in the seventies and they're all <laughs> at the club and yeah, everybody's, there's <laughs> and a guy comes in and just blows his fucking head off in front of everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But then the <laughs> It's got these intercut things where The beginning is just like he's, he's saying the rules of drug dealing It's Daniel Craig, of course, narrating Which, by the way, you never learn Daniel Craig's name Yeah It never says his name to the whole fucking thing He's anonymous it's Weird Yeah, and I didn't get that until it the very end I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm surely they said his name at some point No, never did But Didn't um, need it yeah, dude, I, I just And I'm a huge Daniel Craig fan I think he is I think he's a great Bond I think that Uh He's just a really good actor. So. I can't get into the Bond movies for some reason. I think he was great at the movies. That doesn't necessarily mean I like the movies that much. Does that oh, make it's any a sense? fun movie to go see? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I was never a big. I like the Bond movie every now and then. I think though the best Bond. I'm going to break with everybody's ranks here. You're a Pierce is, Brosnan guy. I am you? a Pierce Brosnan guy. So wow. I'm not a Sean Connery guy. I think Pierce Brosnan is a great. For another thing, that's a guy. A couple of them. 
who get sold short about how good act, how good of actors they are. Pierce Brosnan is a great actor. Um, Dalton, Timothy Dalton, is a wonderful fucking actor. Yeah, he was good. He was in fucking Hot Fuzz. He's so goddamn hilarious. Yeah, like he's just you know he showed his range. He can actually do comedy, you know. And I, I you know, I, I'm I'm interested to see if they actually will give Bond to uh, to Selba. That that would be cool. You know, I'd be down with it because mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not yeah, yeah, there's the- a lot of fucking people. It can't be. He can't be a black dude. Fuck off. Yes, he can. The only, you're, you're on record saying like the only person that can't be a black dude would be Superman. I didn't say can't, but I said in its current incarnation, yeah. if you kept the story exactly the same, it wouldn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd have to alter it. I'm not against it, but I'm just saying it. As we've discussed before, multiculturalism for no point is stupid. You know, yeah. it's like you cannot you cannot have Game of Thrones and have a black dude be on the throne of Westeros. No one will accept it no. unless you're like an invading force of black warriors from from uh, another continent and you win. That's, that's like, the only fucking way. That's you know? like that's like a Jew being the fucking king of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's just yeah. not going to make any sense. You yeah, know, it doesn't work that. And way. like I've said before, and and gone on record, Ned Stark and everybody in the North, bunch of fucking racists. They yeah. really fucking are. So. <laughs> That's what happens when you're isolated and, and culturally homogenous for thousands of years. And you don't even like people who, you know, they're not even a fan of people from the West. You know, they don't, you know, like like yeah. the Lannisters and the, and all the houses out that way. They don't like them. They don't really don't care for them. They don't like the Dornish either. But um, any other favorite thing? No, I, I'm good. You've been working out hard? Oh, yeah. I started today um, a full body workout. Included everything. Felt tremendous. Now my body is wrecked. I am in so much fucking pain. But I don't work out tomorrow. The only thing I'm going to do tomorrow is, is I read a thing, squat every day, but I'm not going heavy. Just keeping the movement. Go through the motions. Yeah, yeah, so I'll load the bar with maybe 250. Some resistance. And then do it like that. Because I'm going up over 300 for my real workouts. So coming down 50 or 60 pounds, it's not a challenge. Get a little bit more reps. Mm-hmm. And lower impact. No deadlifts, though. Because deadlifts, I went, you know. My deadlifts hung around, man. Like... I loaded that motherfucker and it was not heavy. I think putting it on the rack and pulling it out before I pull it from the floor really helps. Because mm-hmm. for some reason, the stress on my back when I do it the other way is horrible. I so. think it's really good that you're switching it up because it seems like you were in a rut there for a while with the same workouts. Well, it's not only that, but my fucking depression was, it reached an apex uh, night before last. And I'm not discussing that on the show. I'll tell you guys after. Yeah. And then we'll discuss it after you leave. Instead of- <laughs> sure. Chuck's depression special. Yeah. Did you hear the crazy shit he did? What, what I'm going to do is I'm going to press record on my little phone here f- to record the audio, and then we'll put we'll add it to the show later against your will. John, let's be fair. That that phone might as well be a rotary. Rotary. <laughs> <laughs> What? It's a Samsung J3. Yeah, it's only a couple. I paid seventy dollars for it in 2016. <laughs> I'm laughing at that, and my, my phone is. I didn't. I didn't even. This is my, on my dad's plan, so I didn't even pay for it. So Fucking awesome. Yeah, that's the way to do it, right there. It's really neat. Any more favorite things? Uh, anything at all? You, John? You got anything? Yeah. Um, I don't think we talked about it on the show because it was about to happen last time we recorded. Yeah, we we Chris talked McKinney. that it was happening. Yeah, my my teammate, my friend. Uh, and I believe relative, Chris McKinney uh, won his fight. Not, not only did he win his fight, he dominated this yeah, guy. Broke his it. broke his fucking leg. God 
God damn. Made it look easy in the first round. Would the guy not tap or something? I mean, he just, yeah, he had a heel hook. A heel hook, if you don't tap immediately, it's and, done. And Chris, doesn't, Chris doesn't play. He's not going to give you time. That's to. the guy who was at the wrestling thing? Um, no, that is George Euler. Okay. Chris is like, Chris is a bit, uh, fought at, just fought at um, 135. He's mm-hmm. like five, six, um, you know, small. Probably league. ropey, ropey type guy. Just he, he I mean, looked, he looked uh, long for being five six. Yeah, he's got long arms. Like he's, I mean, he's built like a wrestler. Like a, that's what he is. He's a wrestler, but he's also a jujitsu Brazilian jujitsu brown belt, mm-hmm. and just a monster striker too. He's he's the guy that usually when I get injured from sparring, it's usually because of him. Right, my toes are broken because I was, I, I helped. I was with him the whole camp, you know, just because being a, you know, being present mm-hmm. and. If he needed a sparring partner, so like I sparred with him as much as anybody did in the gym, because I was just there when he was needing to work, and so I, I, it's my victory, you know, being able to watch him and be like, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of the same size as his opponent, and I watched tape on his opponent, and I tried to mimic him, and it was like a team effort. That's cool. So it was like a victory for me, and uh, we were actually at the bar the other night, and he was, you know, just the station, t- yeah, at the station, and he was just telling people about the fight and stuff like that, and I was like, it. It it was like it was like it, it kind of meant a lot to me because he was just like I don't know we were talking about his opponent and stuff like that and there was like this, this was like a four year beef between them oh really for like five years they, there was like four different times they were supposed to fight and all this shit talking stuff for years and it never it kept falling through and I guess the guy at the night of the fight got in the hot tub with it with Chris's girlfriend and oh. was talking shit I mean it was and. uh at the end of it, after he broke the fucking guy's leg, he walked up and he says, uh, you want to squash a beef now or you want to run it back? And Donnie's just like, I'm good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got to give him some credit with uh, some but intelligence. I forgot, after that. But I lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was going to say. But, um, um, no, I mean, I was going somewhere with it. Favorite thing. Yeah. Teammate, you helped yeah. him. It's your victory, too. Yeah, it just feels like... um. You know, it just feels really good, and like he's taking the whole week off to, to heal and everything. And I, my foot's broken, so it's like I I have the s- same level of damage as he had <laughs> because I fought because you know what I mean because I helped get him ready. It was just it's just a very like prideful thing for me, like to be. I've always wanted to you know I've always wanted to be a part of like like spar with like professional fighters and sure. like, be be a fucking punching bag and a tackle dummy and just get the shit beat out of me. But actually help him, you know. It's not like I'm. It's not like I'm such a bad fighter that it was a joke. Right. It's like I fucking I helped him work. You know what I mean? And so, oh, and that's what I was gonna say. He, we were at the bar and he was like, we were getting kind of loosey goosey, and he was like, man, it's like you would have beat the. It's like it's like it's like you could have fucking beat the fuck out of Donnie. <laughs> he told me that I would have I would have beat him if I fought him. I was like I was like I knew that wasn't true though because this guy's like super trained. It's like no, he not if he took me down. It was he was like eight months. Of jujitsu, and you beat the fuck out of Donnie. <laughs> That's good. He's like, you hit hard, and this is, yeah, I mean, this is a guy, like, I don't even, he's not even the same ballpark as me, martial right. arts-wise. Like, he's just, he can kill me. Are you going up on Monday? I plan to, yeah. I'm going to go. All right, yeah. I'm off. For sure. So. Um, it'll be striking at 5.30 and jujitsu at 6.30. Okay, I'm, do one I w- I'm actually going to, somebody made something, I was talking about it to this guy who practice, who trains martial arts at my job, and he he was talking about how if you hurt and get fall, that's time off work, and that's not a good idea. I think I'm just might just go the boxing route. Um, I mean you you control you control how hard you want to go. The guys that when when you get hurt, it's because you're you're signing on for a particular workout that is 
you, you know what I mean? You know mm-hmm. what you're doing. Just a normal lesson, like like with the boxing, working the mitts and doing this stuff, or just working on drills. You don't have to roll with anybody. Okay. You can just drill and learn some chokes and get a workout and get a feel for it and see how you like it okay. without being in any danger. I'm definitely going. Yeah. So we got to figure that out when if you want me to drive it back with or whatever. Yeah, we can meet up at the plateau and then carpool from there. Okay. Or whatever. Look at you guys. Um, I think I'd like to. Get, <laughs> I think it'd be cool if uh, Matt Shelton, if he's listening, because Matt I remember him talking about how he'd like to do some ground game if he if he wants to come up too, because he seemed like he was interested. Yeah. It'd be cool to get well, a posse because our gym needs. We need warm bodies. This comes out way later, so uh, we could probably text him and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we need. We need. Um, our gym is not solvent. You know what I mean? Like they. This is basically a pro bono gym, but mm. we, we should be making money because. The, of the quality of of the the, the instruction and, and how badass these guys are, they should be able they should be making a little bit of money, mm-hmm. but they're not because of lack of participation, lack of memberships. Well, I'm definitely. I mean, everybody'd rather play UFC three on their PlayStation than actually go do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I got sick of actually. This goes back to the goals I set for myself today, and and you know what happened to me that we'll discuss after the show. Um, I, I, I'm come to a point where I can't just keep saying I want to do things. I got to do with them, or it's really going to cost me. So time for action. Yeah. So, man, fighting is so therapeutic. It's the best thing. I mean, it's just it came just in time for me, man. I was in a bad place. And I started fighting, and I'm, you know, I it's don't. Awesome. Yeah. It just it's it's so much better than therapy. It's eighty dollars a month for all you can train instead of a hundred dollar, hundred fifty dollars an hour for a, for a therapist. Yeah. It's way better, and you're actually learning a skill. You're getting crazy workouts that that's totally different from what you're doing. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, the type of workout you get from it is it's awesome. Because if I could, not to toot my own horn, but if I could put my strength behind boxing, like I could do some damage. You know what I mean? It would be well, and, and, it, and be able to defend myself that much better. Well, you know on the ground mean? too, you'd be really difficult to deal with, but it's because of your fucking sheer strength. Yeah, you'd be like really hard to choke because you're like. You know, yeah, big traps. And- well, that's. I mean, I there was a guy, my buddy Gib. He said, you know, he's like, you box really good. He's like, we can get you on the ground. You know, he's like that. You you being so strong is a real advantage. You know, so I was, but we never got around to it because I moved back. So even if you just do it, if you just stay a white belt and you you do jujitsu for six months or something like that, and you stick with it for six months and never do it again, that immediately gives you like a thousand percent advantage on the average guy on the ground. Mm-hmm. Just from that, you know what I mean? Like a little bit of training goes a long way compared to the average dumbass. Well, and the thing too fight. about it is, man, my lack of confidence. Like the, the dude I fought, I'll tell you about that last fight, fight in Charleston, is a big guy. And I just beat the fucking shit out of him. I mean, just adrenaline. But Well, because he almost hit my wife and... My wife. <laughs> My wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> we were just four boys. <laughs> but, um, and I didn't really think about it and just went at him. And it, I felt good afterwards because I was just like, that guy was no chump. You know, and I, and I just, and without any kind of real training, just, you know, even Frampton said he went to the bar and said, man, your buddy tuned that dude up. You know, he's fucking, and I, and I remember seeing his face after it was done. He had a punk knot this big and blood gushing down the side of his face. I actually felt kind of bad about it. But, you know, um, I was sitting there thinking, if I knew how, knew what I was doing, you know, I wouldn't be so nervous in those kind of situations. Not because I'm afraid I'm going to get my ass kicked, but because I don't really know what to do. You know, 
I don't know the that's, sequence. That's why you train. You know what I mean? When you train, it's like, I don't know what to do this guy. I'll just throw the combinations exactly like my coach taught me. One, one two, two, three. One, two, three, bang. Yeah. One, two, three, clip. Yeah. You know, one, two, slip. Right. Just start doing exactly. What, just That'd be amazing. Just brainless. Yeah. It should be easy. And that was the thing with, you know, Chris's fight. It's like, I've watched him fucking just bust his ass. You know what I mean? And like, and fucking um, Brian, the the head, kind of the head black belt, who's also a police officer, would, would call Chris and first thing in the morning, like, Get here right now. Get to the police station right now and make him run sprints and make him um, just be like his fucking slave driver. Taskmaster. Yeah, just yeah. like like he just that's gave awesome. over. Just you just give over control to your trainer, mm-hmm. and that's another great thing. Too, there's a submissive element to it too because you're like, yes sir. I'm like yes sir. I know other people don't say that, but I do it because I from, from karate. That's the way it is. It's very mm-hmm. so like you you tell me what you want coach you know you want me to work the mitts you want me to go you want me to you know not rest right even though i i can't go anymore <laughs> i i have to do it because i've i've submitted my authority to you right and that's that's so the that can be that can be therapeutic because you're not making your own choices there for an hour or two there no i the, i don't up. i'm not thinking about my phone at all i'm just thinking about getting through this workout and and being Looking like as good of a martial artist and not as I breaking can. another toe, not getting injured and being an effective martial artist is all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about learning. I just like I want to learn how to fuck people up. <laughs> That's what we're here to do is learn how to fuck people up. And the reason why we learn how to fuck people up <laughs> is so that we never have to enter into a conflict with anyone because you're so comfortable in any situation. You're just like, you know what I mean. I want to be at the point where it's like, it's like, there's some Bruce Lee quote or somebody like you. You train so that you don't have to fight. You don't train right. so that you fight. You train so it's not an issue. I don't have to stress about it. And also, it's it, it makes the situation safer because if you're in control of the situation, you can guide it where you want to go. Bra- Brazil, this is so. one of the things that Brazilian jiu-jitsu is just amazing at. It's like it's like if you if you get into an altercation, a street fight with a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, it's not going to be like tragic. They're just yeah. they're just gonna they're just gonna hold you they're gonna pull and control guard. you and if and if you don't submit verbally or whatever they're just gonna choke you you're gonna pass out and they're gonna walk away. Well, it's like when Charlie Zelenoff tried to punch that yeah that guy, and he had him held up yeah and he's just like and he was almost kind about it he's just like you you tried to sleep me <laughs> he's like I did not yeah you did <laughs> it was like almost almost tender with him like just yeah. moving him around Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guys. We're not curb stomping people. We're just diffusing the situation. Mm-hmm. It's like the most peaceful form of violence that exists. Right. It's like the idea is not, you don't want to, it's not malicious. It's about diffusing the situation. How do I stop this threat? It's like this guy might have had a bad day. There's no reason to kill him. Yeah. Him I'm, sure, be fighting. I'm sure after I choke him out, he'll change Let his mind. Let me put him to sleep for yeah. a minute. Yeah. He'll be fine. He's not going to get hurt at all. And he'll go, he'll, he'll be a little sore. And that's another thing too. Getting choked, like losing. Time after time getting choked and choked, that humility, that humble, it makes you a better person in every aspect of your life. I'm not going to lie. That makes me really nervous to think about you're losing, you're losing, losing consciousness. <laughs> it's, very, it's, very, it's very simple. When, you, when you're uncomfortable with the situation, you, you tap and they stop. And that's another thing, too, is the trust element. You're, you're trusting this person. If, if you've got a choke on me or you're better than me or whatever, my life is in your hands. And it forms a kind of bond with these people that mm-hmm. maybe you don't even hang out with them outside of the gym, but but there's like a an honor, a trust there where it's like you know it's like that is the the rule of all the rules. The the, the, the rule is you stop when they you tap. stop when I tap. Yeah, 
that's the thing you have to you have to one hundred percent trust your teammates or it won't work. Well, it's like the quote I put up today was not. I hate vague Facebook quotes, but I was just thinking about it, and I said you sometimes. What a man's got to do what a man does. Thank God that would have been so much better. <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, you can't shore up rotten walls; you just got to burn it down, and that's 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 what I'm feeling. I I have to burn down my whole psyche and, and start over with, you know, and just rise from the ashes from it. Yeah. And I'm really excited about it now. Like this is the best I felt, and and I really had to come to rock bottom. Man, what happened was bad, and um, man, rock bottom's great. I mean, it's well, it's tragic, but it's great. There's nowhere to go but up. Got a bounce. You get Losers that bounce. full boys. Get that bounce. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, and, and I hit the gym with that in mind, and my ego is completely taken out of it. So I was just like, I don't, you know. And then I read, of all people, I read a quote by Steffi Cohen, who, you know, Steffi Cohen. Mm-hmm. She's a tiny little powerlifter girl. She weighs 130 pounds. She deadlifts like over 500. God damn. She's fucking nuts. Let's look her up. She's not a great bench presser, but she still benches about 225, 250, somewhere around there. Is it S-T-E-F-I? Yes. Steffi Cohen. Let's take a look at the images. Oh, God damn. It's a bit much, but... Well, I'm saying she's not necessarily hot, but she's just... It's impressive, you know? Yeah. But she is hot in a way. I mean... The the confidence and the fact that she's a really nice person, you know, and also the fact that she's a savage. Like they have that cage where they're doing all the deadlifts and stuff. She's screaming and everybody's like, "Yeah, you know, going look at this fucking quad." Yeah, there, dude, it's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, a strong, a strong woman can be really sexy. Um, I, I'm into her, but she said, jacked, but she said, she uh, said, goal oriented people get where they're going because they have a roadmap. Your goals are a roadmap, you know. So I'm like, I've had all these goals, but they've been rather vague. You know, well, I want to be bigger, I want to be stronger, this. No, now they're exact. I mean, I want to look like this person. I want to do I want to be able to do this, you know. And achievable goals. <laughs> things that you can actually like baby steps that you right. can actually follow through on. Right. Fucking um uh, uh, sorry. I don't know what I was gonna say. I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Anyway. Any more favorite things, John? Uh, that was my favorite thing for this week. Um, right on. Yeah, fucking that was fucking huge, man. Pretty. Big I can't deal. wait. I can't wait. I think he's going to stay active too. So we'll probably have another fight camp before long. I get probably midsummer. Get the shit beat out of me again. For well, six what weeks. if I? What if it took off with me and I ended up being some kind of <laughs> like in yeah, Kevin James diamond monster? The fucking diamond yeah. in the rough cage <laughs> yeah. fighter starting it. It didn't start until like until I was forty one. But then you wind and up people like, man, this guy's fucking killing people. And you wind up breaking all these records, <laughs> yeah. and that'd be beautiful. That would be awesome. I'd, I would be, uh, you know. And it's whatever you're willing to put forth to it. There's no reason why I can't. I'm fairly athletic. I'm really strong. You don't have to think about it in terms of I'm going to compete in this sport. You just have to think about it in terms of I want this therapy and I want to learn how to fuck people up, right? Because it makes me feel good about myself. Not fucking people up, just being able to. No, right? it's not. I don't want to hurt people. I just want to know how. Right. Yeah. All right. My favorite thing is that I'm down another 10 pounds. That's awesome. Damn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't really change anything. I guess it worked out a couple more times. But that's cool. Maybe just had that's one. really good. One, pretty good. One really spectacular poop. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes that does it. Is it your diet or the yoga or both? It's It's both. And my diet really isn't that fucking great. I mean, 
Um, it's steak and greens mostly. That's Are you good. you're still trying to minimize the carbs and yeah. cheating with some fast food here and there? Yeah, that's about it. Not like every day. Couple, I think part of a couple it was times the, a week or something. A lot of it was this, the job that I had where I was just driving all the time, being sedentary all the time. Yeah, so. I hate fucking driving for yeah, that'd work. be awful. I when just, I was a delivery truck driver, man, it was it was horrendous. Man, truck drivers got my they got my respect. Yeah, that's that's a good thing down ten more. Um, I went and saw Us last Sunday. That's Jordan Peele's new movie. It's fucking cool. It's a very cool movie. Yeah. Does it have a black man as the lead role? It has many black people as the lead role. And people are lo- the fucking writers are losing their fucking minds over that shit. I'm surprised there's not been a segment about on Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity about the, about that fucking crap. Well, I mean, the, the, my take on it is like that's great. That's fine. Yeah. The only thing. The only thing that I would. That I would maybe mention is that if a white person, a white said, person that, yeah. said that about black people, it would be the fucking end of the world. Well, that's true, but I mean, but he was just stating a a, 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 a truth. I'm not. I'm not. I know you are hating not. on him. I know you're well, not. I'm just hating on uh, the double standard, the, the, the cultural uh, context where whereby. It's cool, you know. If somebody, if if yeah, if a black person does the the, you know, the double standard. And my take on it is he he's a black dude, and he he writes. It's not like it's not like he he takes something that if somebody else wrote. Right. He he's writing and directing his own shit and being original. And he oh, it's extremely original. Both of his movies are, are fucking yeah. original. The new Twilight Zone comes out on Monday. Oh neat. But um, well, how else could he? He's a black guy. I mean, I know there's you can get into other people's space or whatever, but. It seems to me, for him, it's best to write as a black guy. So what's he going to do? I mean, going to make the lead black people. If you're sure. if you're a movie maker, let's say you're a movie maker and you only do um, movies about about old school Japanese culture. Yeah, you're going like to samurais wanna... and stuff, and you do like a whole lot of films, but it's all in Japan. I think your lead roles are going to be Japanese people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, usually, and I don't think that makes you a piece of shit. No. I mean, I, I can't expect Akira Kurosawa to direct. In fact, Anchorman. I'd be mad if films. you put if you put Tom Cruise as a leading role as a ja- who's supposed to be a Japanese man. <laughs> no, he was supposed to be American. He was supposed to be white. But yeah, they they kind of did. That was one of the funniest segments on on Chappelle asked Paul Mooney. Yeah, like, Tom Cruise is the last samurai. How about Tom Hanks as the last nigga on earth? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Mooney, <laughs> but yeah, that movie—it's real fucking cool. At um, Lupita Nyong'o, and uh, she's great. Oh, she was, and she's so hot too. Yeah, she is. But like, she's a fucking good actress. And uh, who's the uh, big guy in Black Panther that that challenges him, and then oh yeah, saving him later. He's the uh, other lead. It's basically about there something happened, and clones of you are created, and they live underneath. Like um, you can have two bodies, but not two souls. So you share a soul with the person above you. And you're underground, and you're kind of doing. You're, they're kind of zombie-like. Oh, that's yeah, that's amazing. I don't remember the explanation as to why they got created. I don't need one. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Didn't that it's, didn't it's matter? Immaterial. To me. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some parts of it that are like that are boring. Like and to, once it gets into it, though, it's fucking cool. And the uh, they the people underground, one person in particular, decides to switch places with a, a person. And I'm like, guessing she goes it's not. It. I'm guessing it's not. Uh, Voluntarily, yeah. the other one switches. Yeah, well, they they come in and, and try to attack the uh, people above ground, but it's fucking cool. It's a it's a cool movie. There's some good '80s references in it. 
Um, is it set in the 80s? N- some of it is. It started, the, the story started in the 80s. And okay. It comes to now. But yeah, I, I rec- highly recommend it. It, it. Even if you don't like it, it's an extremely original idea. Sure. That I and we grow by seeing things that are out of the ordinary. So. Yeah. And I don't know what else I might have as a favorite thing. Um, what did I? Oh, what's the dirt? The the Motley Crue movie? Did you? I mean, I, I, I fell asleep it? to it. Um, I watched it earlier today. It's it looks like a Lifetime movie, but there's like like the opening scene is a chick squirting because Tommy Lee ate her out in, in a party in front of everybody. Neat. But there's like tits all over it and everything. It's just them sucking themselves off for the entire thing. Mm. Like I don't, I don't really believe an authorized bi- biography. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's just like they were. I mean, people forget the reason they had to get Mick Mars to play in the band. It's because he was the only good. He's, he's only old. De- yeah, he's only decent. He's, he's been he'd been around for a while, and they had to get somebody that knew what the fuck they were doing. Right. Tommy Lee ended up becoming a good drummer, but. uh they did, they completely left that out. Like it was like they were fucking rock gods from the very beginning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the reason they hired Vince Neil was because he looked like a fucking lead singer. Yeah. Because he, he had, had cover band. teased out blonde hair. Yeah. Fuck out of here. But anyway, how do you feel about the uh, Jordan Peele saying that? And people losing their minds. I about think he's it. completely dead on. I mean, I, here's here's if you take anything out of context, like even some of the things I've said on this show, you could say he's racist. No, I'm. Virulently anti-racist. However, <laughs> if I mean, if it, something's if something's blatantly just double-sided, it, it cheapens us all. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, if it, okay, here here's a, a situation that would make both audiences mad. It, like I said, if you make the King of Westeros a black dude, not fucking buying it. It's horrible. If you make the Black Panther some. Uh, if they had made the Winter Soldier become the Black Panther, I'm not watching that fucking movie. I'd watch That's it. fucking garbage. I wouldn't do it. I'd watch it, but I mean, just because I've already watched all. Create the other another ones, character. <laughs> I'm invested. Yeah, create <laughs> another character that's going to be. They actually, they had a white. They, had, they actually did have a white Panther at one point, and he was a white dude, I think. Yeah, he was. And you know, do things that make sense, and and. You know, so so many things in in fiction, especially, are fucking stupid. You like the whole thing, the Great Wall. You're going to have Matt Damon in the Great. Fuck you! That's a fucking Chinese movie. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Why the fuck would you do that? Uh, Tim Heidecker is in this movie though, and he's fucking tremendous. From Tim and Eric, yeah, he was fucking great in it. Well, I'm saying though, uh, what's her name? Uh, Peggy from uh, the uh, from Mad Men. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, she's in. I love her. She's great. Something about her. She's very sexy. She's very sexy, but she's not conven- like conventionally. She's, yeah, sexy. she's not hot. She's incredibly sexy. Well, the thing about like it, that. for me though, you put her in a room with Joan, she doesn't exist. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the redhead. Have you, have you watched Mad Men? Yeah. Joan. God damn. My, the favorite Just quote I've ever heard. Slappers on her. <laughs> man. The, the, the best quote I heard about state her. State droopers. <laughs> The best quote I heard about her was um, they were doing this thing where uh, it was a di- two different bras, and one of them was uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe, and the other one was Jackie O. And they, and they said, well, you know, they were pointing out which one was which in the office, and they said, Joan's a, a Marilyn. And one guy said, no, Marilyn's a Joan. Because <laughs> 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 Joan is way hotter than Marilyn, you know, so. Yeah, I dig redheads, too. Well, I mean, I, I'm not a – I like – you know, I've met I'll take what I get. I'm, I'm more of a brunette, 
you know, definitely brunette guy. Bub's looking pretty good to me right now. <laughs> but he's uh, kind of a sandy blonde. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, he's, but he's in blackface. Yeah, he is racist. wearing blackface. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to talk about how racist your dog is. <laughs> he is racist. He only picks on the on the black lambs. <laughs> it's true. I just I, I, with the Jordan Peele thing, I and I knew, and and that's a conversation that I hope I'm not going to have to have around other white people who are racist but pretending not to be because they're going to bring that up and they're going to immediately include me and think I'm going to agree with them and I'm not. I, I wonder what the context of him saying that was in because I never read anything further into it. But like, uh, was the was he asked that question? He probably was. He well, he's probably an it. honest answer. He's just like, well, you know, you never thought uh, having a white lady. So I've seen that movie. This is my movie. I'm putting in who I want to be in it. And you yeah, know. and as long as he keeps making great things, nobody's going to care. Nobody well, it's like, will care. I, I mean. We need to stop this shit where we, everybody, this forced multiculturalism where you have to have people from different, you, you don't have to do shit. Forced, Make your thing. Forced integration is really dangerous because you're, it's, it's, it's just not dangerous, but it's, it's destructive. It is. Because you're trying to, it's, it's a form of thought police. You're trying to tell people who they can associate and who, who they can't. And it's like, you know. There's just certain there are just certain things that are not culturally cohesive, like and that's that's kind of like what's happening a lot with a lot of the immigration in Europe and things like that. That's kind of what's happening is that you have one culture that's very very different mm-hmm. from Western European culture and a whole bunch of those people now living in that culture and not assimilating, and that can make the the uh, rooted culture there. Uh, some of them can be can very, see that re- as very very resentful. Feel very threatened. Yeah. And feel like they're more than resent to hate it, you know. They, yeah, I can understand w- where the where the problem is coming from. That being said, there are some things I think that England, for a long time, has been a model of what assimilation in societies can be. Not really, because they're, they're all English. You know what I mean? They're homogeneous for the most part. That's what I'm saying. They're all English. Yeah. Like, you know, you see a, a, a Snatch or, a, you know, another movie that has black black English people in it. They're as English as everybody else. You know, they they they, they speak the same. They do have the same mannerisms. They, they, you know, drink tea. The culture is the same. That, in a sense, is a good thing. But when you but another good thing they've managed to do is that they have a, a big Indian population with Sikhs, and they allow the Sikhs to and wear their Paki, turbans. And they don't, yeah, and they a don't, lot of Pakis and yeah, and they don't say shit. They're just like, eh, you know, you're. But they assimilate too. What happens is the kids assimilate because kids want to be cool. If everybody will shut the fuck up for a generation, their kids are going to become of the whatever culture they're in. You know, that's just right. the way it works. So, you know. There's nothing better like on Bennett like Beckham where you have the parents who are from India or even from Pakistan and their kids are just Brits up and fucking down. You know, they're, they, they, you know, just have the accent. The yeah. Yeah. The, tea, the culture. Yeah. The if you, if you, yeah, if, I think if you, if that element is there where they're culturally, they've, they've culturally assimilated and this is just a British person with brown skin, mm-hmm. with ethnicity that comes from the East, sure. the East of there. People are far less threatened by that. People are far more likely to be like, "Oh, it's okay. It's just it doesn't matter if their skin's a different color or whatever, because they're 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 part of the team, right?" But they, and they also though retain their culture. Like they still worship their same gods. They have their same. They yeah. have their same stuff. They don't have to be yeah submissive. Like yeah, you know, 
But I do think a bunch of Americans, though, a lot of Americans, the ones that I can't fucking stand, are the ones who believe that you're not, you shouldn't be allowed to be do that. There is this giant anti-Muslim sentiment on fucking Facebook that I get so nauseated fucking reading every day. Just, you know, they want to come over and practice their religion and stuff like that. I was like, that's the way it fucking works. It is kind of how it works. Fuck it? you. You know, I, you know, they can't. Th- this, these are moles into our culture. Are you fucking kidding me? Because we have a, a, a Muslim woman who's now in a couple of them who are in Congress and all that stuff. And then they, they see that picture of all the multicultural women, you know, like this is the new face. And they're so threatened by it. It's like that bullshit well, conversation we all have to have with racist white dudes. It's not you know only, we're going to be outnumbered soon. You know it's, that, right? it's not only the, the that that you're talking about, but it's also if you look, a lot of folks, a lot of Westerners have a problem with the what Islam actually says. If you're a yeah. fundamental, if you're a fundamentalist in, Muslim, it means that you want to kill the infidels and conquer. It's kind of it's kind of part of. I'm not saying all, obviously all Muslims are not like that. Right. Just like just like the all, vast majority, just like, like all Christians are not homophobic. All Christians, some Christians eat shrimp. Right, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but I'm saying that's what it says, mm-hmm. and that's part of the threat is that. Um, People just think Islam is a fucked up religion, and I do too. But not because it's Islam, because it's like Christianity and all. It's a religion. I they're all pretty. Well, I mean, fucked that's up. what that's what I said. I got into a discussion with somebody, and I and I, I again, I hate saying this, but I'm not going to hide who I am, and I don't care who knows it. I said I'm an uh, atheist slash agnostic. I don't believe in any of it and all this stuff. And people get this look like I'm going to get it ready, and you know I know that's circling around behind my back. You know he, he don't even believe believe in God. I was like never said that. I said I don't believe in concepts that you happen to believe in, and I never say anything bad about them. Never. I never yeah. said one bad thing about Christianity or any of it. I yeah. said, as a matter of fact, it's positive. I said, out of all the religions, Christianity you know, is had, the best. We've one. had this conversation. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's the best of the desert religions. Sure, Christianity is pretty awesome. It's like if you're if you're gonna impose your will on everybody else, I guess yeah. that's the best one. It would function. Yeah. You could build a functional society on sure. that. Sure. You know, but then I would go into, you know, if you study your history, there's all kinds of beautiful cultures that have been wiped out by Christianity. My, the, the culture of my ancestors, the culture of, you know, of well, our ancestors. Paganism. Pagans, you know, bunch of pasty white people in bogs dance around fucking trees and stones. Sounds like a good fucking, sounds like a good Saturday night to me. And some of that, <laughs> some of those, those traditions have survived though. I mean, some. Santa Claus and, you know, well, that's what I love about Outlander is that the 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 housekeeper where they they stay at this bed and breakfast and it's a Catholic priest who runs it, right? And his housekeeper has retained a lot of the the pagan stuff. Like they do this dance, you know, the women do this, and it's beautiful. The way it's shot is just beautiful. And the and the opening song by Bear McCreary is uh, I I Bear love McCreary. that he's uh he's done Walking Dead. Yeah, he's, he's really great. I'll, it's real quick. It's not, dude. The Walking Dead this week was amazing. I have not watched that <laughs> since season one. It hasn't Don't, been really good, but like this, I quit this week, it, I quit at season four. This week it looked, it was like a Game of Thrones episode. Really? Yeah. It was. I was like, whoa, they did it. I can't believe they're still doing it. They kicked it up a notch with that one. I'm like, god damn. I kind of wish they would stop though. But I feel like I'm invested now. I mean, it's one thing if they're putting out quality, but I just didn't feel that way about the. The last after Shane one. got killed, yeah, yeah, okay, they yeah, made two and a half seasons, yeah. That is gone. Say, could that last be I? Mary of souls, she sailed on a Celtic music is beautiful over the sea. 
and all the drums, you know. That string bass is thumping too. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. And uh, Bear McCreary's a bad motherfucker. I, and that's a, dude. He, that show is great, man. But like I was saying, that some of that shit is brutal. You know, it pulls no punches. Even in some ways, it's more brutal than Game of Thrones. So wow. Yeah. I, I stumbled upon this uh, anti-bullying that's video. That's why it's important for you. For you, all of us, to become street smart. Avoid clothing that might make you look like you're part of a gang. Avoid areas where bullies are known to hang out. You got something on your shirt. You got something on your shirt. That's right. Oh, <laughs> don't, stop. Don't come any closer. Another effective slap is to the bully's groin. That was kind of. That kind of turned me on a little. Throw leave candy in his face. We just wanted you to. I said, leave me alone. You want trouble, huh? <laughs> Slap. That's a terrible thing to do. <laughs> just slam his head into That's insane. That was awful. <laughs> uh, God damn it! Someone's a threat, and you're gonna slap them. It's gonna piss him off. It's like it's like it's like throwing a rock at a beehive. <laughs> Fuck. Um, also, uh, Shazam's coming out this week, mm-hmm. and it's got like ninety three percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, we should go. We go. We should go check it out. Uh, it's the first DC movie. I'm um, besides Wonder Woman. I've been excited about. I'm pretty jacked about it. Yeah. I wonder if they're. I, I've heard that um, Superman's in it. Might be a cut like an end into the. Well, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, and I hope, man, I'm hoping against hope that Henry Cavill will decide to to tough it out so that so DC can take it to the next level because uh, Josh Whedon said the best. He said he's the best Superman since Christopher Reeve. He's said he's 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 really good in the role. He just hasn't gotten an opportunity because the scripts and the movies suck. So it's I know you disagree, but I, they're terrible. I, I mean, I don't think they're great. I did like I think the. Uh, the uh, Man of Steel was the best one so far. I like it. I liked it a lot. I mean, it's had so much potential, so much potential, and it's just. I remember seeing it in about about. I went and saw it with uh, with Carrie with uh, my my ex fiance, and uh, she she knew movies like she loved Game of Thrones. I introduced her to that and stuff, and she. Leaned over about halfway in and said, "This isn't very good, is it?" And I was like, "No, it's." She's like, "You're disappointed." I was like, "Yeah, I'm crushed, actually." So, I liked it. There, I mean, yeah, I think it's a bit long. Just that fucking who played Zod? Fucking Michael Shannon. Yeah, it's awful. You didn't like Michael Shannon? Fucking awful, dude. I'm trying. To, I'm it. sitting there thinking, who could have played Zod? You know what they could have done? Speaking of multiculturalism, why didn't they make? You could have made Idris Elba Zod. Mm. And he would have been good at it. That powerful Elizabethan thing and fucking make him, you know, do things like that, you know, and you can show that not all Kryptonians are white. You know, some of them are going to be black. They're just, uh, you know, their planet is just like ours. It's just, you know, in another galaxy and set up different, you know. So, of course, people are going to adapt to things and there's going to be, you know, you can do that. But you don't do it like uh, <laughs> the Shinar Chronicles. Hey, we've got a black elf over here. Isn't he pretty? Now watch him run. You know, it's that, that whole fucking show was so terrible. Now we only watched a quarter of an episode. Yeah, but that's all we needed to see. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, but the Shazam movie looks fucking cool. Yeah, it really does. It looks like it's fun, at least. And um, 
Hopefully they'll kick something off and do something good. I think what they could do is kick off Shazam, have Superman in it, and then they're going to have to just bite the bullet and, and, and follow Marvel's pat- pattern for a little bit. Bring in Darkseid, bring in you know the, 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 the big guns, all that stuff. Bring in Orion, who's a great character. You know, he Oregon. Can, <laughs> that's, I, I've actually heard it pronounced that way before. It's like, have you seen this Orion guy in the comic books? I'm like, <laughs> Orion. Um, and like I said, you could do have it light. You you keep it light because Marvel was light until recently. Yeah, then until, it started getting real dark. You know, yeah. so that's what you do. You keep it light and fun. They're superhero movies, and then you know you can make them classic or whatever. But man, there's the Marvel movies are so much fucking fun. You know, and there's none of the DC movies were fun. <laughs> Wonder Woman was fun. They had moments like the 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 scene in Batman vs Superman where he it looks like the video game fight, um, where he comes down through the ceiling and. Okay, so that, what's help me out here? Which ones are Marvel and which ones are DC? Which characters? Are you serious? DC's Batman, right? Batman, that, Superman. The major Wonder pantheon, Woman. the Justice League, is DC. The Avengers and stuff like that is Marvel. Captain America, Spider-Man. Like that. um, That's Marvel? Yeah. Yes. All the really popular comic book movies are Marvel. Batman's pretty good popular. Well, he Nowadays. Is the, he's the exception. X-Men is Marvel? Yes. Because you have those two different sides of Marvel. You've got the X-Men universe, and you've got which includes Deadpool, stuff like that. Now they got bought by Fox, so they could probably. I'm hoping it. they're going to work work, Fox the, work the X-Men in a, somehow. You know, the X-Men could be worked in very well. You know, to to this continuity, they just have to figure out who's going to play. They have to recast, of course. Um, that's why I feel kind of bad for the the X-Men movies they keep putting out because nobody really gives a shit. You're like you guys are out there on your last gasp here. You are not you are not included in this whole. Massive, amazing thing we've built. The next stage will be included. You know, you can bring in the X Men for, you, you know, make the make make an X Men movie where the focus of it is all the other superheroes gang up on them because, you know, their powers are something they're born with, and they have to be registered. The Mutant Registration Act, which is what Civil War started over. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was it wasn't movie. just that they were blowing shit up and all this stuff. It's the fact the mutants were so powerful and everybody became threatened, so they started the Mutant Registration Act. And Tony Stark supported it. And Captain America said, go fuck yourself. We don't do this in America. We don't do that to our citizens. You know, so. <clears throat> it kind of so, reminds me of, of microchips. Can you imagine that back in the day, all humans just walked around freely on the earth without any kind of microchip in? Yeah. No. Can you imagine how crazy that is? There's no way to track where everybody goes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's insanity. Isn't that crazy? Like, how did they live? Who better, would, better? That's how they live. Who, who would build a Who would build a road in that situation? And there's no one to. You can't ship them. You can't find who them. Who would build the roads? I don't know. Who would build the roads? Oh, I've got a good. Oh, I got a good meme for that. If I can find it, it doesn't. It doesn't help our list. People who, who needed to go to the market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's a capitalism. Mm-hmm. That's an argument for capitalism right there. Yeah. Who would build the roads? The motherfucker who had to take his shit to sell it. That's who. Like, you're going to build a store out in the middle of nowhere and be like, well, I hope we get some business <laughs> from the helicopters. Yeah. Hope the helicopters come. I watched uh, Triple Frontier last night, too. And? It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Everybody's pretty good in it. 
Sure. Oscar. That's why I sent you that text about Oscar Isaac being a Batman. He'd be a good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid choice. And he's multicultural. Mm-hmm. There's something else in him besides yeah. a white person. But he's still dominantly white. Oh, Very yeah. so. Girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. This isn't... Um, John mm-hmm. Hamm as an older Superman is perfect. Oh, yeah. Or Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He could be either. He could be both. I don't know. As Bruce Wayne, I don't know. He's He's not got that... There's a, you know, even though Don Draper's kind of a scumbag guy, he's still there's something inherently it seems to be something inherently good about him. Like he was forced into circumstances, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to get out of that life and trying to you know, he did what he felt was right because he was just trying to escape. So what else? I can't what find that mean. Else. Um, let's do this. I read something kind of funny this, this morning that I didn't, um, I didn't share or do anything with. We'll share it then. Let the world know. Um, for me, running a farm is like, I have all the pieces to this puzzle. I'm pretty sure I know how to put it together, but the pieces are all giant and really heavy, and I have minimal, minimal equipment, and I'm trying to move them all by myself at a financial loss, but I'm still supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like perpetual frustration. It's like what it's like. I don't know. It's in my rip. Um, you may got any umbrage? Umbrage, yeah. Fucking ad. Oh god, it's a fifteen second fucking ad. I've got one of the ones you can't stall. skip through. Yeah, I got to stall for another eight seconds. I could take umbrage <laughs> with that that article that you shared. We both shared about the Richwood oh, fiasco. Yeah. We'll fucking get into it. Then. It's a fucking perfect example of the shit that I. You know, it's like I'm tired of being right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish I was wrong. I wish like, I wish people could get into a position of power in the government and actually like do good, d- do what they're fucking supposed to do, and all what everyone thinks they do. Um, but no, there's this article. Um, was it Gazette? I believe so. That uh, talks about how Richwood, you know, they had all the flooding and shit, and there, there's this big. For those that don't know, there's a big movement to try to revitalize Richwood because their economy's... It's working, isn't it? It was. I mean, I haven't really been there. I'm sure that they're dumping a bunch of money, lots of money into things to make things nicer for the people that come there to eat at Whistlepunk. But I don't really know. I'm not not in tune with that community. But what I do know is that this article came out and they, you know, they're supposed to... There was a big flood in, in 16 that really fucked up Richwood. And... They got all kinds of federal money, three million dollars, and I think st- money. I think state money too. And these people that are supposed to be like the um, the guardians of the money, the the, the 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 politicians who got elected on the on the uh, ticket of we're good, we're do gooders, and our hearts in the right place, and we want to make Richwood shine and help mm-hmm. Richwood develop, and we're like forward thinking. And as with most people in the forward-thinking department, a lot of times that means more gov- like lots of government involvement, mm-hmm. and you know, managing. You know, somebody has to manage what gets done with money, yeah. how things get done. People need to be paid to manage to do things, but these people just got the money and just gave it out to their friends and families. Um. Two point six million dollars because they earned it because they got elected for 
pretending to be good people mm. and acting like, oh, we're the saviors. But then when it comes down to it, they get the money instead of being really responsible with the money and following the rules and making sure it goes to the right places. They just fucking gave handouts to all their buddies. Damn. Like millions of dollars. Two point six, the $400,000 was spent to actually improve Fix the shit. Town. Fix shit. Jesus Christ, how could you be that fucking greedy? That's what happens. How'd they think they were going to get away f- with it? That's well, that's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe maybe $100,000, but 2.6 fucking million? Yeah. I mean, not only is it greedy and selfish, it's incompetent. It's dumb. It's, it's just stupid. dumb. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, and so that's, that's the thing. It's like everyone thinks it's like, you know, it's like, well, if I was in this position, you know, if I was president, I would do this. Or if I was, um, you know, if I was mayor, here's what I would do. And it's very easy to be hypothetical and say, I'm going to fix shit. I, I just take this and put it over here and then take that and put it over there. Everything will be fine. But when people get into those roles, no matter how good they are, there's always some corruption that occurs. Sure. J- j- nobody, is, nobody is immune to it. It's the ring of power. That's what Lord of the Rings is about to me. Some people think it's it's different for everybody because it's a really uh, kind of vague message. A lot of allegorical stuff. Yeah, it's, it's kind of vague. What does Al Gore have to do with anything? Well, he's boring like Sauron was. Yes. But um, Lord of the Rings to me is about man, the ring pig. of power represents the state. It represents government. It represents illegitimate authority. It's power. That's a good one. And when you get the ring of power... Unless you're Bilbo Baggins and have a heart of gold, it will absolutely turn you into a monster. Frodo too, but yeah, it, Fro- it was turning Frodo. Fro- he would have become a monster mm-hmm. without a doubt, but because he was the best of the best, you know, I really never really thought about that. How strong Bilbo Baggins had to be. That's the whole to, to carry the ring for fucking how long and and not be completely corrupted by and it? not become evil. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. And that's why he Leonard Leonard Nimoy. That's why he got to go um, to the Great Havens, go west with the with the elves because he would have no life after that. He's destroyed. His soul is destroyed. Went to uh, Valinor. Jesus Christ, Leonard! What were you thinking? Hot sixties chicks. I don't know. I kind of like shrugging everywhere. I love 60s chicks. I like women from any time period. They look like they take good shits. As long as I right on your chest, you know. As long as I can spread a nice coil right there on the old. As long as I can spread them BCs. Yeah, getting them BCs, bust them cheeks, (laughs) bust them cheeks. You got any uh, umbrage there this week, there, uh, taters? No, I I really don't. Like, (laughs) I feel like. Right before the incident, everything broke inside me, and now I'm just not mad about anything anymore. Right on. So, all Good. right. Uh, How'd you guys? Catharsis. Yeah. Yes. How'd you guys like the wrestling show we went to last week? It was, it was great. It was fun. good. I liked it because it was short. Yep. <laughs> we were we were I liked out there it by because, thirty, baby. I liked it because I got to see Moose, who's I mean, such a man. He's the best fucking dude, man. He's a beautiful man. Big, uh, beautiful, beastly man. <laughs> he really, I mean, he's 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 just a great dude, man. And, and I thought he didn't recognize us, and it turned out his eyesight was bad. He pulled me into a big hug. Yeah. And said, hey, I was like, hey, good. I made out with him for twelve minutes. <laughs> I know. I was trying to say something. He jade me o right in front of <laughs> right in front of the raging bull Manny Fernandez. <laughs> International Brevetish. Yeah, he jade me o right in front of the raging bull Manny Fernandez. No, I, and the fact that I that, that I met them and Shane Douglas was a fucking sweetheart. Shane Douglas still what? looks fucking great. 
He's still, yeah. he's still, I mean, he's 50 something. Oh, is he? Yeah. He still looks But he was so nice. He was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd heard bad things. Really? From people. But he was, I've watched his shoot interviews. He seemed very bitter back then. But now he's just like a big sweetheart. He fucking, I don't know. I want to show. I mean, he was always insisting on you getting a picture. He's like, hey, he, you don't want a picture? I'm just not a picture guy. He I wrestled at Falls View Gym. Yeah. And was what, completely cool with it. Yeah. What, do you, what more do you need to know? And uh, he's going to be at the next ICS, and I get to call one of his matches. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. And he, he used to be in a faction called the Dynamic Dudes. And I, it's going to be everything I can do to keep from calling him a dynamic dude. And I'm going to do it. <laughs> so slip it in there. <laughs> but this is uh, here's uh, Shane Douglas in like 1994. Fuck. He had multiple gimmicks over the years. He was a uh, uh, Dean Douglas because he was like a professor or something. Yeah. But here he is. He just won the NWA championship at in ECW. He cut that scathing promo at the beginning. <laughs> In the tradition of Luthes. He just won the NWA championship, the which is a big deal back then. Of Jack Briscoe, of the Briscoe Brothers, of Dory Funk Jr., of Terry Funk, the man who will never die. And he still has it. Terry Funk is still around. He looks great right there. The real nature boy, Buddy Rogers. Oh, shit. Shit. Slash. From the Harley races to the Barry Windows to the... Rick Flair's. Didn't like Dusty? He never said Dusty. I know, but people were saying he... People were chanting Dusty. This is also a shoot. The, the NWA representatives did not know that this was happening. Of the fat man himself, Dusty Rhodes. Oh. This is it tonight, Dad. God, that's beautiful. And Rick Steamboat. And they can all kiss my ass. Through the what in the title hell is there. he doing? Because I am not the man who accepts a torch to be handed down to me from an organization that died R.I.P. seven years ago. Oh, damn. The franchise. This has got to be notorious. Oh, yeah. Is the man this, is, this was huge. This is how I found out about the ECW. Of the sport of professional wrestling. Dude did a lot of power training. Oh yeah, but yeah. That's that's where I first noticed Shane Douglas that that as like a a person because when he was in the Dynamic Dudes, he, his name was Shane Douglas. But I'm like, come on, Dynamic it was just dudes. so bad. It was him and uh, Marty Jannetty. No, <laughs> oh, they could have both been Jannettys if they'd have stopped. Uh, <laughs> so fucking Laurinaitis, John Laurinaitis, not Animal, but his brother. Yeah, mm. his name was Johnny. Johnny uh, L or something like that. Yeah. They were the dynamic dudes, and they skateboarded to the <laughs> ring, and they That's had like terrible. the flip up painter hats. And That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so painted, I was, painted glasses. I was not a fan of Shane Douglas, and then I saw that when I was 
14 or 15, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Let me look up some dynamic dudes for you because I forgot about them. <laughs> uh, they, were, they were like the American males before they were the American males. Before there was an American Back, ladies and gentlemen, here There they are. At the That's how they dressed. The oh, my God. Dudes. I know Jim Cornette is first and foremost. <laughs> That's terrible. Jimbo, Smiling. The dynamic dudes. Are those Zubaz pants? Excited about I think so. Business. I love it. This is the season to be jolly. Midnight Express and Jim Cornette, you're not going to like any of the presents we have in store for oh, you. Oh, shit. The dynamic dudes are playing Santa Claus, but thanks a lot for that $10,000 we took off you. Did that right, sir? This uh, paper's got my... I just love the outfits. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> tremendous. <laughs> but anyway, any, any umbrage at all? Anything else, anybody? No. Let's fucking call it a goddamn day, then. All right? All right. Okay. You got, you got a particular song they'd like to go out on? Um, yeah, I've got one. Go ahead. Tell me what it is or pull it up yourself. Pull it up. Fuck. Um, God damn it. I was trying to think of something to say to fill the time until this uh, gets pulled up. <laughs> It'll be all right. Oh, I changed the fan motor on my uh, my heat pump all by my lonesome. That's neat. Yeah. I can't do anything now. like that. Uh, watch a YouTube video, baby. You can do that. I like it. What's the name of this song? This is um, Liberty Mutual. Ready to start. At Arcade Fire. Oh, yeah. All right, Queer Boners, thanks for listening. Uh, tell your friends so we don't have to work. Go and fuck your mothers, Kevin. Kevin.